Hey, real quick, before the show, do you like food? Of course you do, and HelloFresh is one of our favorite sponsors. The best ingredients, the best portions, all delivered to your door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Genius16 and use code Genius16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Thanks to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode of Genius Bar. Uh, Here's the show. Let's do the thing. Wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer or after you bought a computer, if you had any questions, you could ask a genius. Well, that's what we've got. This is called the Genius Bar. Sarah Dietschy's here. (laughs) Sam, I was threatening before you showed up that I'm going to take over this podcast if you don't step it up, you know? It'll be the John and Sarah show. Well, well, Sam thought I, it was a um, genius idea to go out for a run right before the show. So he's like, this is not an act. He didn't put water on himself. He's just that wet. Bro, <laughs> well, I can't do it. I can't do this heat anymore. I got to move to Iceland. It's They don't have It's your fault. There. You went outside and did the thing. Dude, because how am I going to? It's hot boy summer, John. Okay, I can't be a hot boy inside. Also, I'll be a cold boy. So Sarah showed up while you were gone, and I was like, we should just start the show without Sam and have him just show up. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's a good uh, that's a good uh, analogy for my life. I just kind of show up places and people are like, oh. Sarah, how are you? Long time no see. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here again. And I was telling John before that I, I think I equally came unprepared, just like Sam, because... I kid you not. I'm so glad you texted me, Sam. For the audience, I don't know if they know this, but this podcast is recorded after hours, okay? 8 p.m. outside of the work day. So <laughs> even though I have everything oh, in my calendar. On, on. There's a lot of judgment in that statement. <laughs> it's recorded outside of the work day. Okay. It's, all right, mom. Saying, all I'm saying is it's, okay, the first podcast, I was so ready. I had my professional setup ready. I, I had a freaking blazer on, you know? I was yeah. ready. <laughs> and now now you have me against a white background with AirPods in my MacBook, and it seems like a shitty internet connection. Apologies. <laughs> it's good. So let me explain. <laughs> I So we just moved, and it was like, you know, I was working end of a long day and I was like to my fiance, John, I was like, Hey, we should check out that new Japanese place. Let's go hang out. And usually I'm like a one drink person, but we were just like living it up. <laughs> and I'm like, I, so I am now, I th- I'm pretty sure three drinks in, which I never do. I never do. <laughs> and luckily my, ca- my calendar invite notified me 10 minutes before we came on nice. and I was like oh we were laying on the couch I was like oh my god I should be on the podcast right now so I literally curigged myself coffee I was stuffing a Nutri-Grain bar in my person and I think I'm coming around so we have yes yeah, so that's where like I'm at so I think you've been on the podcast. show before you don't need to like show up with the fancy exactly. coffee. just show up with a coffee and you're good to go that's what Sam does. Exactly. Wow. So hey, I'm John, just asking John, for a I... minimal judgment zone. Oh, we don't judge. Okay, you. okay. No, this okay. is a judgment-free zone. Hey, John, I'm just curious. Why do uh, why does Sarah get to drink on the podcast, but I don't ever get to drink? What are you talking about? 
First of all, she's drinking. Always, I drink before, not during. Yeah, the drinks already <laughs> happened. This is coffee. Listen, Sam, we all Dude. make our choices before the show, okay? Sarah chose to drink, <laughs> and you chose to run. These are the choices you made. <laughs> what did you do today, buddy? Exactly. Uh, I I uh, ran <laughs> uh, to the really? refrigerator uh, before the show, and here I am. And so no, completes gotta- my day. <laughs> We got to celebrate because something very big uh-huh. happened today that people probably, I mean, people probably know about it because they're subscribed to you, but John launched season 10 of Front Page Tech. Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, my yeah. God. 10 years Wait. of Front Page Tech. It, yeah, it really I think it's time to retire. Years? Yeah, I think that's it. Why are you not on my recommended? I Hold shouldn't on. be. When you said something big happened today, I was like trying to think if Apple announced anything or if I missed anything. What is happening? <laughs> That was just oh, an ad. I'm sorry about that, pal. Wow, you don't pay for YouTube uh, Do, extra? No ads. Does he look like he pays this, for YouTube? Does this no, look like a man I, who pays for YouTube? This is a different account. <laughs> it's a different account, everybody. Everybody, okay, okay. calm down. I was told three and a half seconds ago this is a judgment free zone. And then Sarah's <laughs> like, okay, oh, true. Sarah, you're a fucking. No, I'm only sorry. Poor? <laughs> you're poor? I'm sorry. I was like, Jesus Christ. Just let me play this. I'm trying to help my John. Look at this intro. Oh my god! Look at look at this guy. Why? Can you put it? Look at that. Look at him. Yay! That's very we, good. Don't, we don't need 4K me, Sam. Look, it's the reason I don't get invited to Apple events. Yay! Yeah. You were just on Apple. Oh, John. Yeah. Okay. Sam, I, I applied. It was Sam. Different. This is hot, though. Is it though? Yeah, that's so good. All right, I've been looking Look at, at this shit for like five months. I, th- oh, I think Ian and I started so on this good. five months ago, and uh, I don't care anymore. I've seen it. That's Sarah, so does that ever happen to you? Or you just been looking at the same project for so long that it's just meaningless? It happens every day with my face. So whenever I go from <laughs> filming my face to editing That's my so... face to thumbnailing my face, I'm just like, what is that? That took with my such face? a turn. So I yes, take, I retract my statement. I, feel I just you. don't even want to get into the murky waters. I just no, I, don't I feel that. No, I feel you. And I I follow Ian on Twitter, and so we've been going back and forth because I just learned Blender, uh-huh. and he's a really cool dude. And I was shocked a to genius. learn that was it true? Was it true when he tweeted about he just graduated high school? Is he really yes. that young? I swooped yeah. him up young. I, I'm grooming him. John, okay. so smart. And that is the end of uh, this episode. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, Sarah Dietschy, and, everyone. Uh, yeah, that's great. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Bro, oh my God. I like okay, this. This so- is like... The first time Sarah was on, we were like, okay, do we have to be angels? Do we have to be perfect? But now we're just, we're a fucking family. We're all just chilling on the couch, fucking around. Okay, yeah. so. And I'm going to send you is... a picture, guys. So obviously y'all are going to have to lead this podcast and lead me into things. But I'll send you a picture that you can maybe edit and post of like my, mm-hmm. my terrible setup. Oh, yeah. I'd love Ooh, to have okay, that. Okay, okay. The excited. audience needs yeah. to know the truth. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm in the middle. Okay, so... I like this. No, I don't like. I'm now. I'm looking now. I have to look over here, bro. Okay, I don't like that. Uh, should okay, we put Sarah in the middle then? I like I don't know. Sarah. You, I think I deserve to be in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's in the middle. Uh, also, I don't know yeah. how many episodes have passed since you were last on the show, but it's still the same issues. We're not any more professional. Haven't learned a goddamn thing. Hey, that's okay. I okay. And the reason why I feel like any other podcast, I would literally cancel because i'm like i cannot be seen in this state to the internet <laughs> but, but you <laughs> <us>. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> but I, I was like, how to take that. <laughs> oh, it's genius bar. It's fun. You know, environment. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. And Sam. also, I'm like, it would be, it would be so embarrassing. I invited me back on the podcast for everyone, for oh, everyone I to know. Say I DM Sam. I DM <laughs> Sam, and I was like, hey, I want to go back on the podcast. WWDC just happened. So I'm like yeah. to cancel after inviting myself on yeah, a podcast would just be awful. Yeah, no. I would, we so, would definitely anyways. make fun of you. Like she invited herself and then she she no showed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Anyway, well, I'll let you guys um, take it. There, there's been a week since WWDC. This is an Apple podcast. I think this is the first time we've said Apple in the first what? This is an Apple podcast. If you didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Dude, I, I saw, you know, I saw a couple people got to go into the... Do you see the new WWDC podcast studio? Yes. Renee and I, Justine, were in it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was beautiful. I want to find this now because it's... Um, I just searched Renee, Justine, and hey, it's the first thing that came up. Hey. Um, so yeah, look look at this studio, dude. Okay. Is this not Yeah, it is. Nuts? It looks crazy. Like, how do you get in there? And I actually, I saw uh, Renee you are walking. Not, no, just enjoy it from a distance. You're never getting in. Bro, I'm a developer, though. This is the developer center. Hey, Not it's very friend. exciting to see you there. That was very Thank exciting. You. Congrats. Thank you, Sarah. Do you know that Sarah, he that had to, like, smuggle himself in there with a lie? Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Guys, remember, we can't, we, we can't get me in trouble, okay? Uh, Sarah, don't listen to this part. Sam, do you remember at WWDC when you went in? She's covering her ears with with AirPods (laughs) in her ears. (laughs) Sam, do you remember when you went into WWDC not as as media and as Sam Cole because they probably wouldn't let Sam Cole in because he's friends with me and instead you went in as a developer because you made an Um, app like eight years ago? No, I actually made the new app that I I showed a couple of developers my app and I still got it on my phone. I actually made a bunch of friends at WWDC, non-media friends because of course... You know, I, I didn't want to be around the media. It was by choice. You know, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, they, they, I could have been on the mezzanine, as they call it. I could have gone hands on with the MacBook Pro. Don't believe hey, you. my, my whole thing is why go hands on with the MacBook Pro? We can go hands off with the MacBook Pro. I mean, well, you did that nobody successfully. Else had- <laughs> you were hands off pretty <laughs> <No>. good. <laughs> I should have done MacBook Pro hands off, and it's just like me from a <laughs> like, distance, filming very this far deep away from theater. it. <laughs> Oh, oh wait, Sarah, where did you have the opportunity to go? Like, I felt like I would have seen you there. You would have, but I literally was moving the day of WDC. So the invite. Am I allowed to say that? What? You're, I don't yeah, want to get it's over now. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> I did. I did. So you wouldn't have but seen her, Sam. Was... She would have been up with the, with the media exclusive club. <laughs> I know. She would have been looking. They, no, dude, it was literally so sad. Like, they had the media looking down on everybody. Yeah, else. that like, would have been literally people just over the banister, like, and I was like, hi, guys. I sometimes Sarah would have looked down and been like, holy, is that, is that Sam? And just like pointing at you. Is that that one guy I was on his podcast that one time? She's, <sighs> she's like, you, you guys see that guy? <laughs> He's not media. <laughs> He'll never be. Yeah, it was oh. just, it was terrible timing and you know they they send out invites a little late they they keep you guessing so it was one of those things where i was just like i have two days to move and and 
either day it's going to be too hectic. So it just, it came down. We sold our condo last minute. And so um, we're back to rental life. So uh, that was a fun development in life that I didn't expect. So it was unexpected. Hopefully won't be missing any more events, but it was kind of a one-time thing. So gotcha. Well, I, th- yeah, I think Apple Park uh, is crazy. I think that uh, Sam, mm-hmm. next time Sarah can't go, you just put on a wig, some yes. some Sarah Dietschy glasses, <laughs> and you go yep. as her. <laughs> Perfect. Only I'll send you the Warby Parker link. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is it a sponsorship? Sweet. You need to plug that. <laughs> yeah, warbyparker.com uh, slash Saradici. And <laughs> wow, hey, if nice. you want to build a beautiful website with a beautiful uh, squarespace.com <laughs> slash Saradici. Well, okay, okay, okay. No, we said one. You got one. Coincidence. Okay. Wix is sponsoring this episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I take <laughs> it back. I take it back. They are not. <laughs> I wish this episode they were is show, sponsored though. by our dignity, which will hopefully mm-hmm. be on sale again to, to get back. Good. Okay, let's move on. That was a bad joke. So yeah, Apple I had would, an event last week. I'm not even going to cut it. It's not even. Apple had. I'm turning red because I'm embarrassed. Oh my God, you should be. Dude, look, it's me <laughs> dancing because I got to go to Apple Park. Sam, you can't deflect from the terrible joke. You just can't. No, please don't show Just my acknowledge face right what you just did and let's move this. on. That's fine. Okay, okay. So my so, question is, I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Sam, are yeah. you going to get denied entry for future events because then you posted on Twitter that you were there? No, I don't. I think you were you were allowed to. I don't think you can. Now I'm scared. That. No, like they said, you could take. They just said you couldn't have a professional camera. Okay, also, okay. my tweets got more engagement than anybody else on the entirety of Twitter for Dub Dub. So, like, if they don't appreciate that, come on, guys. Yeah. But no, it was yeah. it was awesome. I um, it it was great. You know, I I just hope I get the opportunity to go back. I'm very grateful. Um. Ever, like my mom was like, that's like the most excited I've ever seen you is in that vlog. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's kind of depressing. That's Thank you. <laughs> oh, good looking out. But no, it, it was amazing. Like I, uh, it really, it just, it was amazing. And I'd love the opportunity to go back and yeah. What can I say? I love Apple park. I love Apple. I'm a simp. Even if it's not as media. I mean, listen, I'll take any, I'm, I'm not going to say no to any opportunity to be at Apple's campus. Right. Like, would I love that? Would that complete my life? Sure. But I also, I also understand that they just might not be ready for this level of energy and hype to be on their campus. I like, feel like this is like this was a topic when Sarah was on the show last time, and you're you're <laughs> still hung up on it. Like this is how many episodes <laughs> later, and we're still like Sam's still a bit salty. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not salty. I'm not salty. I'm sugary and sweet because I was at Apple Park. All right, <laughs> Sarah, I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Best oh. part of WWDC. Hit us. Okay. I'm going to go with the message features because I am someone who is terrible with texting back, with oh, emailing same. back. Well, now I have someone helping with my email. So email's fine. But Whoa. with messages and specifically with the pin feature from last year, I have found that I'll pin someone to say, hey, message them back. But the fact that they're not in my actual message feeds means I never message them back. So, <laughs> so literally, the poor people who get pinned, I just never see them ever again. And so the, the features where you can now you know, swipe to say it's unread or you can unsend messages. I was a big fan of all those message features. I think it's what we've been waiting for. 
And so even though that's probably not the most sexy features, I think for me, it was the best practical features. Mm. Huh. I unsent oh, a message a good the other day and it was, uh, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. I'd say for iMessage. Yeah. I accidentally, I like lock screen. we were going over stuff for season 10 and I was like, Hey, uh, Ian, cause we had multiple, we have multiple angles of the background that we use. And I was like, Ian, I want this. We need to flush out this background. We need to do more here with this angle. And I sent him the wrong one. So like I almost sent him on this path of doing like the completely wrong thing. And I was like, Oh, that's fine. I'll just send the right one. But then there's like too many and it's confusing. And I just unsent it and it was beautiful. It just wow. disappeared. Yeah. It's like magic. So wait, you're bold. You install the beta on your main device. Oh yeah. I'm living in a state of massive regret. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. No, 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 no. It's not that bad. I've been doing the same okay, thing. Okay, you really say fine. it's not that bad until it's bad. Yeah, but it's also even if it's fucking terrible, Sam no. will just lie through his teeth for Apple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is it's so okay, good. Sam. Because this is what happens. I go to one Apple event and everybody's like, "Dude, you're an Apple shill now." I'm like, "I no. wasn't even there as media." Everyone like, said that before like, you went to the event. Dude, but the thing is, I am I feel like and you know, this is this is my ego speaking, and I want you guys to comment this, but I feel like I am one of the most fair people to Apple on the planet. <laughs> no, for real. I'm just laughing at John laughing. He hey, Sam, I'm going to say, listen, listen, I'm going to drop some wisdom. Okay. I'm probably oh, not going to okay. make sense, but no, I will, will. The people, okay, listen, people are allowed to get excited about things. Okay. This is my biggest pet peeve that people equate negativity. Maybe I can't talk. That people <laughs> equate negativity with right, with truth, mm. you know? So, Regardless of what you think, of course, I'm sure there's examples of being shills for a company or the opposite. If you are one thing all the time, that's just not, it's, it's not, I feel like that's what's not truthful. If you're negative all the time, I feel like that's mm -hmm. impossible to not like one thing about a company. Are you kidding me? And vice yeah. versa. So it's okay to be excited about things. I applaud that. It doesn't mean that your opinion isn't valid, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Exactly. No, I agree with that, Sarah. I think that's a really good perspective to to look at it. Cause yeah, I mean, that's like that's how I feel. Like, yeah, I get excited about their stuff, but also like when iPad OS 16 comes out and there's like seven different ways to view an app, I'm like, hey guys, maybe we should work on this. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest. But, yeah. I the, the stage thing for Mac OS, I'm excited about it on the iPad, but I feel like it's gonna be a nightmare for Mac OS. I don't know. It makes no sense for me. It's like you have a second dock. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it makes a lot of sense on the iPad if it worked uh, and it was like the right thing. But on a Mac, it's just like, okay, but for why? <laughs> just because M1, yeah. I guess? I don't know. Yeah. Stage manager, everybody. That's my favorite feature because I love Apple. Yeah. I, I installed the beta <laughs> on my device and uh, it's not... Yeah. I just regret. Okay, what, what explain? No, no, it, it materialize what you're saying cuz it's it's a popular take to be like I installed iOS B1 so bad. It's like what's bad? Is the battery life slightly worse? Sli yeah. No, Sam. No, it's not it, it, slightly no, worse. No, it's literally yeah. Okay, this is the one thing I will push back on is like betas of anything. I mean, have you ever installed a Premiere beta on your machine before no. or even like a Premiere actual build? 
you know, yeah. I know Apple is better than <laughs> Adobe, but it's, it's one of those things that's like software engineers, I feel like just need time to work out the kinks. And it's, it's not a problem until it is when you have like a message or an email or a video you have to edit, like something that you need right at the moment. It's at those crucial moments that everything crashes, nothing works. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's where that comes from. Unless because Adobe, like I've had is, those experiences. Adobe's yeah. job is just to make the kinks. That's all they do. They're not ever fixing <laughs> exactly. them. They're just making new ones. Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> yeah. know, but like since yeah. you were last on the show, I'm full final cut now. I was premiere and after effects and I moved wow. to final cut. I just couldn't okay, handle don't, this. Don't this say shit. that though. Cause I'm like, I know we talked about that, but like literally, you know, I was like all time biggest Adobe fan. I was like an Adobe creative resident. Mm. So I'm like, I, I feel like I still toe the line, but yeah, I, I feel like I vouched for them so long and gave them so many chances, but it got to the point where I literally couldn't do my job. Like yeah. I was sending in uh, videos late. I was missing deadlines because yes. of Premiere crashing. And yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you I did mean, that because at the end of the day, John, you got to do your job. I got to exactly. do my job. DaVinci Resolve, DaVinci Resolve has only crashed once on me in a year and a half. Oh, wow. In a year and I a bet half. it feels like a, a completely different life. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even think about it. And that's the thing. Sometimes I have to like stop and like actually be like, wow, because when things just work, you don't even think about it. Right. When I was, you know, my previous life, it was constant. I was like, oh no, is this plugin going to crash this? Is this going to, you know? So, so yeah. I mean, what was the biggest learning curve with Final Cut for you? Uh, I hate ma- the magnetic guys, timeline. I was like, <laughs> exactly. shut the yeah. fuck up, Sam. I didn't even explain myself yet. <laughs> no, I'm saying what to say. I said, oh, I thought you were talking to me. You she guys, asked me a you question, are... I answered it, and you went, what? Immediately. I was like, what the well, hell? You guys, are, you guys are both like, need to see a psychologist, clearly. But continue. I do, actually. Sorry, Thank sorry. you very much. Betterhelp.com slash I Continue, continue. Okay. What happened was... So I I like this. I don't know where I heard this quote, or if I just made it wrong. up. Wrong. Literally wrong. How could you exactly. say that? Exactly. <laughs> frustration creates change is like one of my favorite life uh, lessons. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I would have never considered final cut. Like people on an iPhone or an Android, they'll rarely swap platforms because of a commercial they saw or like a feature they saw. It's like, Oh, I want that feature. And then they swap, they move, they swap because they're frustrated with their current experience. And that's what happened with premiere. It was to the point, like just goofy stuff. It would render out uh, episodes of front page tech where just some of the frames were green, like the entire frame, which yes. is completely glitched. Remember that, Sam? No, you don't remember and... that. Just uh, like frames from the episodes. <laughs> the the being green, green glitches. That's that's a thing. I've so had I would before, yeah. re-render the episodes until I got a clean edit, and then I'd and then I'd upload it. But there was one night where I edited for maybe three hours, and I exported for eight. Because I was exporting, trying to get a clean export, and none of them were clean. So what I had to do was take multiple exports and only keep the clean parts and then re-export again. And it was that night where I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done with this. Yeah. And I immediately switched to Final Cut. Yeah. And uh, yeah. haven't looked back since. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I've done the thing where I've had to only export audio and then only export some of the videos oh. and then only export, you know, the the section 
where the VFX is actually heavy or there's a crazy time lapse and then restitch things together and then export it like that. So, so yeah, it gets to a point. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the program not doing the, jo- the only job that it has literally, that's what it says it does. And then it doesn't do it. Apple pay. Sam. I know. What? There, do you remember? I okay. like Apple Pay. So there was a t- like what? just a what? just a couple. <laughs> Sam, before you go, what? you're just saying I'm things. I'm gonna now. remind no, you're you. You're just saying things. You're literally just like Final Guy is great, but Apple Sarah, Pay. I'm gonna let him talk sucks. because he's like, gonna who's talking about Apple talk. Pay? Literally, who's talking about Apple Pay right now? I'm. Br- I said, speaking of things that have that claim to do a certain thing, but then don't do it. Apple Pay. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when you were trying to Apple Pay me? We exchanged That was my money. bank. We we figured it out. I, no, Sam, how did we figure it out? We couldn't send one payment. So over multiple days, you sent like $200 at a time because Apple Pay wouldn't let you send an actual decent sized payment. But it was my card. I called my bank no, it, and they No, I've had the same issue. I literally called my bank and they said it was <laughs> wow self self responsibility this is why again. no one I respects like us i know you you guys literally sound like a married couple who's we been married are. for three years <laughs> it's only been a year and a half what are we gonna do oh, sam man. dude imagine this podcast in 30 years no i don't want to <laughs> jk that's right now <laughs> Sarah, are you ever going to retire? Um, like, okay, I have this crisis in my head that I think about very, very mm-hmm. often where I don't want to overstay my welcome because I've seen so many of my favorite yeah. creators basically nerf their Fizzle own out. career. Yeah, because they become yeah. out of touch with what the audience wants. And i that's my biggest fear. It's not retiring or whatever. Yeah. It's like overstaying my welcome and being completely out of touch with the audience. Mm-hmm. Man, I think about this all the time. I think I touched on it last podcast where I feel like my crisis is a little bit, it has to do with like the next phase of my life and like motherhood. I'm like, can I do what I'm doing and still be a mom? Right. Which I feel like is a little bit more complex, but at the same time, uh, you know, beside that, I was thinking about that just today. And I was like, you know, this past year, I just like you kind of similar to you, John, I celebrated 10 years on YouTube. And even though for only it's almost time to leave. Thank you. I know, right? <laughs> I will say though, only five or six of those years has it actually been my job though. So I was so yeah. I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, twenty twenty six will be ten years as like a full time job. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm like, by then I feel like I should kind of maybe make more videos for fun, you know, make Maybe only have a couple brand deals a year to where I can just do my own thing. I mean, I was just thinking about today, I'm working with like a very, you know, let's just call them a Fortune 500 company. I don't want to specify too Ooh, much for Adobe. branded content. Ah. And, <laughs> no, unfortunately not anymore. <laughs> um, I love them though. I, I love their entire team. I know, I know so many amazing people on that team, so I can never just completely give up on them yeah. because... There's truly some amazing humans there, but that's besides the point. So I I was having this call and we're doing a thing where I'm just a host, which I I, I love because it's, it's less responsibility and seeing the type of content they already have on their YouTube channel. I was like, Oh no, I'm going to be a part of like this. Cause on the call, I was like, Hey, are we making something that's going to have paid media behind it? Where, you know, you're going to have guaranteed views. It's an ad, it's a pre-roll on YouTube or are you counting on, 
just organic views. And, and they said the thing I was kind of scared of and they said organic. So they're paying all of this money for something that will probably get 500 views. And it's because they're completely doing all the creative. I'm just the host. And so I was like, okay. And because of that, I was like, guys, we need to hop on many more phone calls. Let me know the subjects you're going to cover because I really need to help with making them YouTube videos, not ads. Because if you want organic views, we got to like make it an actual YouTube video, right? So I don't know. I think about like retiring as a YouTuber, but I think there's a way that I can get my fix and like helping these companies who hire out the most expensive agencies ever, but they still are so clueless. I mean, they don't know how to do anything. And sometimes as a YouTuber, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing because there's the Mr. Beast of the world who are crushing it. But then I have phone calls with these companies and these agencies and I'm like, I know much more than these (laughs) guys. I could do this. We want organic views. And she's (laughs) just like, do you even know what that means? You're like, yeah, it's got the special label on it at the Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you should, you should. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I freak out about it a lot, but I'm like, you know what, whatever phase two of my life is, I think we're all going to be fine. Cause I I think people, I think YouTubers don't realize actually how many skills they have in their toolbox and we'll all be fine. But you're right, John, you kind of got to know when to not stop trying because it can always come back. I've seen people resurrect their channels, you know, five times over, but I think mental health wise, there has to be a point where maybe you do take a step back and you, yeah. you reassess. Well, like, uh, I just celebrated my 10th year on YouTube, but I, I feel like, and I'm proud of what I make, but, uh, then I watch, I watch like Sam and Sam just put out, I think maybe his best video he's ever made. Your, your iPad video. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that might be wow. the best one. Yeah, wow. it was it was a Thank ten you, out of ten. Like so, wow. he's he's my bud, and I, you know I watch every one of his videos. But this was one of those ones where I watched it and immediately was like, okay, I have to go out of my way to let him know that this is like this is good shit, more shit like this. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. Ten That's out of awesome. ten. Sam. And I think it's I, and I think it's important to have those those videos because I mean the recent video I just made, you know, views wise, it's not doing as good, but it was something that I did for myself. And Mm. I have this old saying where I'll say one for me, one for them. But that was like, that was six years ago, Uh six years ago, you could make one video for yourself and one video for your audience and still get views. Nowadays, you can't do that. Nowadays, Mm. 95% of the videos have to be for the audience. They have to be priority thumbnail title. You can't make, you can't make any (laughs) video without a thumbnail and title in mind. So that advice I used to give is no longer a thing. But now that I feel like I made one video for me in the span of a couple of years where I'm like, oh my God, I'm reading the comments and I'm like, you inspired me to try out this program again. Oh my God, this is so amazing. Um, I did something that was creative fulfilling for me that had nothing to do with my main, with my usual content, but and you know, it's not doing as well number wise, but the fuel that I got from the blender video I made um, yeah, it's that most recent one. The fuel I got from that blender video is literally enough to carry me for, I swear, like six months of just, <laughs> you know, random, oh, random so videos. Good. That's so great. And so, yeah. so yeah, I think that's it's cool. like, you have to find a balance. Right. And, um, so yeah, that's, I mean, I should shut up now, but that's kind of like the same thing. You got it. You got to make some stuff 
that you're proud of every now and then, right? And this was me learning like a new program in only like 24 hours, which I didn't know. And now you're on the sponsor bit. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> this program is whoop. hard, right? That. Hey, yeah. yeah. That's and, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyway. That's, that's so, oh shit. That, that's actually, you, what? No previous yeah, experience? Yeah, I, I read, I, no previous experience. I remade Peter McKinnon's death setup. And, and that's why oh, that's Ian, so cool. your guy, John is such a fun follow on Twitter uh-huh. because he's, he's so well-versed in 3d and, uh, and blender and stuff. Oh my and God. So, Have you um, seen yeah. the original draft of the, of the background of the set? Oh, it's no, not good. So it. he, he had only been really making phones and stuff, but, uh, yeah. I was like, I bet he could do this if I presented him with the project. And so briefly mm-hmm. went over like what I wanted and what my like ideas were to start. <laughs> and uh, this was the first draft. It is like oh, this wow. this terribly <laughs> put together purple it's room. It's not that bad though. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not, not a, bad. It's not it's bad. Not a YouTube set, but at first we were we both saw that and we were like. Uh oh, (laughs) but I was just, I I didn't like, I didn't, uh, there was no panic because I had seen him put so many projects together before where it was just like, somehow he learned overnight and like pulled it out of his ass. And I think, uh, that set and the, the detail in it is probably his best work. I think. Yeah. Would you guys say, would you, excuse me, excuse me. Would you guys say that learning (laughs) makes you tired? I would say it makes me tired. Yes, Sam. I would say that I saw that oh. in the title of Sarah Dici's last video. Did you? Hey, John, <gasps> you know what? I get tired sometimes. I'm you know sorry, why? Because I'm tired of the damn heat. Is you that why I'll you say? would recommend I'm, Chili Sleep? I'm tired of the damn heat, John. That's why I'd recommend Chili Sleep, who sponsored Yay! this episode of The Genius Bar. Chili Sleep. Yes. My favorite part of the podcast. Yes. Sarah, guys, you asked to sleep. come back, okay? <laughs> yep. This is what you <laughs> sleep. Chilly sleep. May I may I continue? Continue. This Sam. is like babysitting. <laughs> Chilly sleep makes customizable climate controlled sleep solutions to help you improve your entire well being so that you're not tired. Chilly sleep makes the Uller. No, oh, I didn't know you were going to Norwegian today. Ula. Ula. Chili Sleep makes the Ula and Cube Sleep Systems. Hydropower, temperature control like mattress toppers. <laughs> that fit over your existing mattress to find your ideal sleep temperature. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for the for the offensive version of Sam, but I legit sleep with, with, with Chili Sleep every single night. It's a little pat on the mattress. I get to choose the whole sleep schedule. It'll heat up throughout the night so I don't w- wake up super cold because I like going to sleep super cold with sheets that feel like they've never been laid on before, but I just laid on them. But I don't like waking up in the middle of the night also super mm. cold in my bones. So the bed slowly heats up, so I'm nice and cozy throughout the night. There, Since I got chilly sleep, and this is not just because they paid, uh, I have slept with it every single night. That's true. He does text me randomly. He'll be like, I, I like chilly sleep too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text him. Have be I like, told guys. you about chilly sleep? Dot com slash genius? Sometimes he just goes, guys, I'm a little too chilly because I headed over to chillysleep.com slash genius to learn more and check out their special offer available exclusively for you guys and only for a limited time. That's chilly, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash genius to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. And Sarah Thank can get 20% sleep. off any new system. 
Yes, just for Sarah. Only for Sarah. Nobody else <laughs> use it. Just kidding. Everyone uses it. I think it. it's in the contract of me being in this podcast that I actually get it for free. Yeah, I think mm. so. That's why she has to come on this time. <laughs> so many contracts. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to look at those. Thank, good, you, good, 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 good. Thank you. Thank you, Chili Sleeve. Okay, that's Yay. all you get. All right. Sam. Okay. They have so many products. I, uh, Sam, I'm tired. You do the <laughs> yeah, rest. They have a lot. Okay, it's not the idiot bar. Sit your ass up. No. We've got a show to do, mister. No, go ahead, Sam. Okay. I'm just producer right, guys, John so, now. So I'm, oh, thank God. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to actually have some productive conversation. Sarah. Yeah. I feel like it's been super productive so far. I've thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. Sarah, are you buying the new MacBook Air? Is this a computer that appeals to you and your <laughs> lifestyle as the number one Final Cut fan? <laughs> <laughs> Not, right? Uh, I think I'll buy it to review it. <laughs> mm. um, but in terms of using it, I am curious if the ba- if the battery life is even better than the M1 MacBook Air, it might make me carry that around with a dongle uh, mm. then, and give up my 14-inch. Because I, I will say the, the biggest reason why the 14-inch M1 Pro is my main machine is one, freaking ports. I actually use the HDMI all the time at my office. I plug into my teleprompter for my notes. Um, that's extremely handy. I use the SD card all the time. So I'm one of those people that isn't just screaming about ports, but I actually use it. Um, but I will say the one thing that I miss dearly about the M1 is the battery life. Like my M1 Pro battery life isn't that great, especially with the 14-inch SKU. So um, I, I'm, I'm mostly curious about the battery life on it just because the m1 was so good i'm like hey does it hold up so 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 we'll see uh i'm i'm kind of good with it's not good as a from a reviewer standpoint to be satisfied with your setup uh but you know i got like a monster puget pc with a 32 core and do thread ripper and then like oh. you know i'm using the the 14 inch m1 pro macbook right now with ports i'm like i'm good right so i think the only thing i'm trying to figure out right now is my display setup that's actually something I was talking to Ian about because I saw him use a uh, Mac Studio display with his PC. So that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> People um, are giving him so much shit see, for that today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Look how messy my desk is, guys. What happened? But oh I'm my using. God. That's what my. Desk I, I moved. <laughs> oh yeah, you did move. Oh wow! <laughs> sorry, judgment free really zone. Judgment free zone. zone. Sorry, <laughs> everybody. I take it back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. But yeah, so well, I think that's what I'm that's most fair. excited about is just displays. But yeah, I'll I'll do it to review it because I know a lot of people are. It's the age of the Mac. I mean, woo, the Mac is having a moment. Gonna, so you know, we'll send see. it to you because you're not saying. Uh, I bet they will. I will say I'm not as friendly with the Mac team. Hmm. So they're they 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 send me briefings and stuff, but I think mm-hmm. spending four years shitting on their butterfly keyboard MacBook, I think that kind of <laughs> made them not want to, you know, send me reviews, which I totally respect, but they were, they, they've actually been super cool and they still invite me to the briefings and stuff. They just don't send uh-huh. me review units, um, which I'm totally cool with. And I understand. Yeah. Well, I, they, I, I can, I understand if, if it helps. No, you know one what, has Sarah, been, uh... I'm not cool with it. They should send you everything. <laughs> is your name Sarah Dietrich? <laughs> For hey, I'm, sakes. Yeah, I'm grateful for 
iPhones and iPads, maybe I'll, I'll work up to, to the Mac side of things. Um, but, but yeah, yeah I, I kind of try- get it because I think I was a little yeah. harsh for a while. <laughs> No, that's okay. I'm trying to work up to the dongle. Like I'm waiting until they send me my uh, my, li- my lightning to USB C dongle to review. Oh, so then I'll I'll hang that totally. one on my wall. I'm like I ain't sending this back. I'm not sending this nine dollar dongle, Apple. I'm keeping it. This is my my service fee. Okay. No return shipping at this UPS, buddy. Look at that pretty sunset behind Sam. I know. I oh, yeah, just let me open my window. That. Let me open Go my open window. Go open it. This is what I for, for audio listeners, this is meaningless to you, but there's a very pretty sunset. Hey, mm-hmm. go to youtube.com slash genius bar. There's a very pretty sunset behind Sam. Wow. Wow, look at that. That looks like a wallpaper. Where, where is he located right now? Uh, St. Louis, St. Missouri. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. We need to talk about, are you seriously thinking about moving yeah. to Texas where I am? Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to be moving, I think within the next, so my, my lease, it, I don't want to get too specific, but I'm going to be in St. Louis for roughly another year. All right. Okay. Um, as far as like my lease goes and I, did you sign a year lease? I signed a year lease a few months ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought what, you were alluding to the fact that you signed a two year lease. I was like, oh, is that a no, thing? no, no, no. <laughs> Okay, some, okay. I think some place, a lot of places do 18 months I've seen, which is kind of annoying. Uh, sorry to derail. No, no, you're good. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I've been born and raised in St. Louis. It's a fine place, but I feel like, you know, you've just been the same spot your whole life. You, you're looking for something different. So I've been traveling a lot this year. Like I've traveled more in the past, honestly, past six months than I have in my entire life. Like that's not an exaggeration. This year alone, I've been to Chicago, D.C., Austin, Cupertino, uh, and I think there's been somewhere else too. I'm going to like Kansas City next month. I'm going to someplace in Missouri like this weekend. <laughs> it's been crazy, but it's also been fun uh, and rewarding as well because I feel like I feel like I'm growing as a person. I don't know. I feel kind of inspired, but I I feel like I've got my top two narrowed down. So I think it's going to be L.A. or probably Austin. Nice. And How old are you, Austin, Sam? I'm 24. Okay. And have you ever lived outside of where you are now? Uh, I did four years in Peoria, Illinois, where I went to school. Okay. It's middle of nowhere, Illinois, for context. <laughs> okay. Why do you ask? Okay, so give me the pros and cons. Because I okay. think in my head, I have I have an opinion, but I want to hear more from you first. And then maybe, yeah. John, you should give your opinion. Yeah. The, look yeah. at that well, the most educated fair way to do yeah, this yeah 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 she didn't just <laughs> no, shout so, her opinion right away well <laughs> texas is a little bit closer texas is i mean austin I, I wouldn't just move to like you know bum nowhere texas i'd, I'd probably be moving to austin because that's where like a lot of young people i guess are and i don't know i like the vibe of the city it was cool they have zilker park which is super sick i love just like living near parks i don't know why so like as far as money goes Yes, the rent in Austin is expensive, but I did the math and basically what I would save not having to pay a state income tax in Texas would like even out with the the whole rent being expensive. And I, I'd probably want to buy a condo if I'm being honest, just because I'm kind of tight. So I, I also wanted to ask you this. Oh, oh I, I have. Later, hold on. With, renting, okay. renting I, I have some bond. condo the advice, but that's, that's separate. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second because we'll I, I wanted to talk to you about that. So okay. that's, that's, I feel like the pros of Austin, right? Is that it's like decent weather, although it gets hot, it's a little bit closer to home. Like I could technically do the drive in one day from there to St. Louis if I wanted to. Um, the flight is like two hours, it's nothing, or maybe an hour and a half. 
Um, cons wise, it does get extremely hot during the summer. I liked it, but I wasn't like in love when I was there. And I also like, don't really know anybody in Austin in particular. Like, I feel like Sarah Dietschy would be my closest, (laughs) (laughs) closest work friend. (laughs) If if we could even call ourselves that. Um, okay. For California. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to confirm, you know, I never like to put that label, you know? (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) LA, right. I like it a lot. Every time I've been to California, which has only been two times, I like get off the plane, I haul ha- out the car, and it just feels like home. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Otherwise, I'm just like, I-, I feel comfortable here. It's obviously pricey, but the weather is perfect basically every day. There is the imminent threat of like there being an earthquake or some other natural disaster. But- okay. I feel like I already have the answer. I already have the answer. Okay. All right. What you it's bumping. And I, I love the like vibe of California it's bumping it's bumping there (laughs) but it's also bumping in Austin dude Austin's crazy okay those are my and and the guys cons of California very very far um I mean I I really don't know that many more people out there and you know it's a longer flight it's a longer distance but also I'm young, so it could be fun. I don't know, but also Apple's there. So when I so when I start getting invited to Apple events, I'll just freaking drive, bro. I'll pull up in the guinea. What's up, Tim? In the guinea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a long pause. I, uh, I feel like last time we talked about you breaking up with a girlfriend. Do you still have a girlfriend? <laughs> Are you tied I, down I, at all? I, or what is the status on complete, that? Not tied down. Single, yeah, no, I'm a single, I'm a single man right now. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. you know where to find me on Instagram. This is just a call to action. <laughs> this video is, this yeah, is sponsored your, by for the two girls who watch your podcast. Uh, yeah. And one of them's on the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in a devoted relationship. Like <laughs> that leaves only one. There's only there's <laughs> one out there right now. I can feel it. so what i will say my my gut instinct is to do la um Mm. says the person who is living in texas but um i know i know i know but i i mean i live in the dallas fort worth area so it's a little bit different from austin and i i grew up in this area so i grew up Mm. already kind of uh austin was never my flow i know i know a lot of people are moving out there but austin to me is it was always the quirky, weird place, which I totally understood the allure for certain types of people. But now it's like the quirky, weird place that almost has LA prices, which I don't understand that. And the only thing that stood out to me is the fact that you don't know anyone there. Texas, okay, for me, Texas is a great place when you're like in the phase of your life, maybe you're settling, not settling down because I never want to settle down, but it's like, you're thinking about, uh, you know, maybe starting a family or you want to be closer to family. Maybe your family is here, or maybe you're looking, maybe your career is more established and you have that, you know, high paying job that you want to save taxes with and you want a building or you want more office space or you want, you know, you're maybe in the later years of expansion. But for you, I feel like when you're young, you don't have 
you know, really any commitments. And with that commitment, I would say, do not buy real estate yet. Don't buy a condo because I think mm. it will bring you down. You, you want to be flexible. You want to be able to uh, do whatever you want. You know, if you need to go out of town for three weeks, you don't want to have to worry about responsibilities or, and, and people think that rent is people, people think that rent is the opposite. Like and I had this in my brain, like, oh, I need to buy something because when I travel for two weeks, I'm not just wasting my rent. I'm like c- contributing to an investment. And what I will say for the past year and a half of doing the condo, it is as much potential work, if not more than an actual house. It is not the easy really? way. You you get stuck with a lot of bills. You get stuck with HOA increases that you have no control over. And it is a ton of responsibility. If you are someone who wants to prioritize your career and videos and being creative, you do not need more responsibility. And I think what LA mm. for you, I think you're in the phase of your life or career where you should not be worrying about saving on taxes right now. I think that will come later. Maybe that comes in three or four years. But I think, I'm not saying you don't make money. I know you make money, but no, no, I'm no, just no. saying, I, I I think the benefit you can get from being around more YouTubers and more like-minded individuals and being closer to maybe events, I think is going to benefit you more in the time of your life. And maybe later 20s, you can focus on maybe moving back home or moving to somewhere like a taxes or something. Um, anyways, I'm going to have no, to pay like $150,000 in taxes this year. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna throw okay. Out. I don't she know. Said I mean, my stomach went, I don't. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'm in Texas and I'm still, I don't think you want to know what I'm paying in taxes I was gonna, in Texas, but yeah. I was going to say sort of the same thing, Sam, like, well, wherever you want to end up, I think is cool. But the whole condo thing, that's like buying a pair of jeans that you have to wear like for years without trying them on. Cause like, what if you buy a condo, but then you, you like, you fucking hate the place that you pick to live or the, or the, the state's not working out for you. And you're, you can't just be like, I'm gonna get up and go again. Cause you can't unless you sell it, I guess. And that's, and I, and I will say in your twenties, the thing that you should have is flexibility and, and I completely, I mean, we sold the condo, but I completely regretted it. Like every step of the way, like, like within signing the next week was the biggest winter storm that had ever hit Texas and the <laughs> building flooded, the building flooded. And all of a sudden I oh. was responsible for a piece of that problem. Mm. And, oh. and you just, if it was rent, you would just say, Oh, I'm not staying here. And you would, you would move on. And so I think there's a time and place, but especially for creative individuals who, I mean, I think our time, our time and brain space, I think our brain space is the most special thing. And if your brain is consumed by this or that, like I'm someone who fixates on problems. And this whole past year, I was just fixated by condo and HOA problems. And that's not uh, a good yeah. thing to have for someone who's trying to be creative. Yeah, that's such living, an old you know? person problem. Yeah, no, yes. that's not, it's that's like not well, and that's the thing. I was surrounded like, by seventy year olds. Yeah, it's like my condo, uh, and when does the morning paper get dropped off at the porch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so I would say definitely wherever you end up, don't uh, do that. No, I'm ser- I'm I'm legitimately serious. Like, uh, like wait a little bit. If you want to do that when you're 29, 30, go for it. 
Okay. But Sam. I just feel like I, I just feel like I'm throwing my money away with rent. No. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Oh, look All what right. you did. Yes. Full screaming. Look what you did. Full, full. She said full screaming. <laughs> okay. Okay. Producer Here John's on it. There most... you go. <laughs> this is the falsehood of real estate. Is is throwing throwing your money away? Okay. And I completely okay. believed that two years ago, and that's why we rushed into a condo at historic lows interest historically low interest rates and sam let me tell you something the fed right now is hiking up the interest rates you know every other month so what you're going to yeah. get in terms of a mortgage is going to be terrible for the next year so i wouldn't touch That's that right. with a 10-foot pole whether you're doing a condo or a house i would just wait in, in general but that whole statement of throwing your money away it's the boomers who keep telling us that because it was true for them. <laughs> it was true for them. Okay. Yeah. They could go and buy their dream mansion for $200,000 25 years ago. That is not the case for us. And we do not get the, like, ideally, okay, yeah, maybe real estate will keep going up, going up like it always has, but that still isn't guaranteed. And also, what I've learned with the condo because we just i mean you guys saw it we just moved we're now in a townhouse <laughs> yeah. that we're renting and i have such gotcha. relief because i was in a condo that we bought and it felt like more of a trap than a year lease a year lease hmm. no matter where you are you can leave in a year if you bought something and there's no buyers you're screwed people always yeah. say you can always sell you can always sell no you can't you should look at the market right now it's it's softening and especially for condos single family homes in texas i think will be fine for a while and single family homes in california whatever like it's gonna you're gonna be fine but um anything outside of that you know that's something that softens and then you might be stuck somewhere renting is a year at a time you're not stuck you can do whatever the heck you want it's true even a year though i like i wish i hate the idea of a lease like i I feel like there's so much Same. and, and maybe you have to and maybe you have to experience it because that's what I had yeah. to do because I was right there with you two years ago and then I experienced yeah, no, a little I... bit of it and now I'm like holy crap a year lease is actually freedom it's freedom yeah. you can buy out of the lease you can leave you know and and get this the other day our garage wasn't working and I literally put in a request in the system and there was like a electrician here like an hour later if I was at the condo, it, you just you you have to do everything yourself, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's and yeah, you just that, have to pay for everything sound. and find the experts and I don't know. Uh, I think I it's time and place. If you're handy, go for it. I'm on yeah, a year lease with Sam. where you are, John. I'm on a year lease with <laughs> Sam. Our contract gets renewed every year. <laughs> I'm leasing Sam. I didn't even buy uh, Sam. <laughs> no, what I um, what I'm what I'm trying to do. I mean, I'll just say it because, like, you know, we've been working on it, and like, there's no harm in it. But I'm trying because because here's something I didn't mention. You were you were talking a lot about like brain space and like what you do, and something that I I don't think I would be ready to do is like move to either Austin or LA, like with no one else with me, like Sam Cole picks up his ass and moves <laughs> to LA or Austin alone. And I don't, you know, some people might say, be like, Oh, what do you mean? Like, is it the money or like a social? It's, it's really just like knowing that I'd have to make all new friends on top of like continuing my workout regimen, continuing my work, like normal regimen on top. Well, I feel of like, like that's why. Um, yeah. That was the biggest so, alarm so, with Texas is you were like, I literally know no one. 
And so I yeah. think that's why LA would be much better because you at least have the starting point of knowing at least a few people. I mean, that's, that's yeah. huge for momentum, you know? So I'm, I'm basically trying to convince John go. Prosser and Luke Miani, and this is going to be an open invite to other similarly sized channels to create a tech hype house. A t- team three. Oh God. Team but, ten. but, but not an actual tech hype house. Like we each live in our own places, but we have like a studio that we share. Yeah. Cause no, I, I think, feel I like there's cool. so much, there's so much, I don't know, Sarah, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel like, and I noticed this when I was at the creator clash, which was like this uh, YouTube boxing event. And like, you know, I, I was around people <laughs> yeah. like moist critical yeah. and, you know, uh, just a million other people that were like, you know, giant people that are I- like cultural icons in, in the internet space. And I'm not saying that to flex. I'm saying that to be like, you see the scale of the operations that they've built and it's actually stunning and, and super crazy to see. And I feel like Mark has, and I guess Unbox Therapy have done that in the tech space, but there's Linus. a lot of people, Linus, sorry, Linus is a great example as well. But I just, I feel like there's so many, I feel like people in the tech space are a lot more conservative as far as like big career jumps than other people. And I just feel like there's so much opportunity in the tech space that a lot of people haven't sure. capitalized on. I mean, maybe career jumps in terms of like different fields, but I think the tech space, like with Linus and Marquez, I think they're actually the best example of building out actual teams and like HR yeah, and like yeah. running actual operations. Cause even, you know, even H3H3, who's probably like the biggest of that LA scene, I think has like maybe four employees who do the podcast. Um, but in terms of like boxing or yeah, jumping. Yeah. Like I think tech is really good at building from within, like building around you, but in terms of collaborating or building something with other people, I mean, I think that's why I was like, Oh, I want to be on this podcast again. Cause we just don't, I feel like the tech space doesn't talk to each other as much, you know? And I, 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 I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at yeah. this party I, I think, and yes. And as I just, sorry, I'll, I took cut you off, but like every streamer on Twitch knew each other from people that had like 10,000 followers to like three to 4 million. They were all like friends. They had each other on each other's streams. I feel like, I just feel like the tech community is very isolationist. And yeah, like you said, uh, to be honest, be yeah, I feel like, I feel like it just became more extreme with COVID because all of a sudden, and I know with me, okay, I think a microcosm of this is probably like a smaller example that represents maybe the bigger community is when I first moved to New York there, we had a really cool thing going. It was like me, Eric Conover, Sam Sheffer, um, Brett Conti. There's a lot of cool, um, New York people. And, but what happens is, you know, people get girlfriends or boyfriends and your channel takes off and, Oh, all of a sudden you're not vlogging, but you're doing real estate or you're doing tech and everyone kind of gets in their flow and you get sponsors and you get busy and you barely have time to breathe. Right. And so I think it kind of just naturally happens where you get so busy. It's like, dang, I don't have time to even, you know, like watch a Netflix show. I'm so exhausted. I'm not going to hang out with someone else. So I think there's a little bit of that. We get in our own flows. We start hiring our own people. We have a a never ending to do checklist. Right. But then also, uh, you know, with COVID, we learn that we can do a lot of the stuff that we need by never going to an event ever again. I mean, I want to start going to events again because I want to see people, but to be honest, it's just, it's easy to like stay at home and like 
do the same exact thing I was doing before without even lifting, you know, without even getting on a plane anymore. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a com- combination of that. But I yeah, used to think that, I, that I was think like, could be more talking when front page tech was like early stages. Yeah. I thought that that like that meant you made it. You know, if I if if I could just go to an event and cover the news at the event, that'd be the greatest thing. And now, uh, especially, I mean, not so much with COVID, but right before COVID, you know, I was being invited to CES and stuff a lot. And it's just like, why? I can make my show at a much better quality in my studio covering the same shit and I don't have to leave. Yeah, yeah. And especially, I mean, Sam is not that way. Sam is a social butterfly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I I, I feel that, right? But I don't know. After after being at that awful event in the sea of people, like, I've I've never been hungrier in my life. Like, I literally, I had a conversation with my parents last night. We were out at dinner for just, like, an hour. I was just like talking nonstop about like everything that I want to work on and uh-huh. like how hungry I am. I mean, you did come back and, and make your best video, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I I've seen what I want and like, I know we joke about it a lot, but like, I do want to be at Apple events. I, I do just love it. And like, you know, I, I joke about it all the time too, but it's like, that is something that is deeply personal to me and that I care about a lot. And mm-hmm. like, I, well, I, it's awesome. I, I mean, you, you, like, yeah, I, you grow up. Yeah. I mean, I remember going to my first Apple event and I was like, how am I here? There's a version of, there's like, there's a part in your head that's like, I don't deserve to be here because you grow up not just watching the events, but like, oh, this is like Steve Jobs Apple, right? I mean, Apple, (laughs) Apple is such a, it's such the center of why I think a lot of tech creators start making videos about tech is because at the center of it, you love these devices. Like they, they made you or not made you, they, they gave you the opportunity to do what you're doing now because you just, you love it and you want to talk about it. You want to review it and you want to show it off and you want to make cool montages of it. And so when you're there, you're like, how am I even here? This makes no sense. And the fact that just, you know, someone from this company emailed me and now I'm here is insane. And I, and I, totally understand that i saw that with sam too like at the i like i knew he was going to the event but then you know he sends me a picture of like tim cook like i don't know 300 feet away and i'm like holy shit my boy is right next to tim cook that's pretty crazy yeah yeah it's crazy but there you know there's just i don't know i basically just feel like i i like i don't know i just like love apple stuff and i i want to do like I, it's the in-person that gets me. Like, I, I guess I've just sort of had that perspective of like, there is something magical about being in person. Like it, it's the idea, right. Of going to a concert when your favorite artists that you've been listening to for five years, when they walk out on stage in the flesh and you see them not on the screen, but like with your uh-huh. own eyes in front of you. I mean, I know not everybody's a concert person, but like, I, that's just something that I, it's magical. And like, that's what I felt at the Apple event when Tim and Craig went up on stage before the keynote and did like a little welcome to everybody in person. I was like, that is magical to see them right there. And I I guess also just like traveling and being out so much this year, like, cause I was inside, I was that COVID hermit, like for a number of reasons, my mental health, but also COVID and safety wise. And like now being out, I'm just like, man, I just want to like keep going out and having these experiences because you're going through your whole phase. Yeah, I am, I guess. <laughs> I'm down. Like, no, and I think that's I, good. I just... And keep it, no, like keep it going. I mean, that was from 2016 to 2019. I did not stop. 
there was not one yeah. event that I did not go to. I mean, I was, you know, I was living, it was so funny. I was living in my dream city in New York, but for, I would say minimum 10 days out of every month, I was somewhere else. You know, I was on a plane, probably I was doing two different trips per month and it was so fun. And I think COVID hit at the perfect time for me and that I just, Oh my God, I needed a break. And, and so now I guess even now two years later, I'm like, okay, I could probably get on a plane maybe half as much as I was. But I know for me, yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like you have to experience and it's so fun. And then it's like, once you do it, you're like, okay, yeah. I'm good. Like I've, I've now that I can just come home, I'm still working a ton, but you know, I can <laughs> chill with my cat or my fiance or my family. Now that I'm in Texas, it's, um, yeah. it's like that side, you know, I'm welcoming with open arms, but I think you're in the phase where you, you just go, 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 go. And I think that's rewarding. Yeah. And that's, and that specifically is why I'm saying, I think LA is good for you. And I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't say that for many people because I think <laughs> LA is kind of a shit show. <laughs> um, <laughs> me personally, I don't like it. Um, but at yeah, the beginning so, of my like career, it. I was out there a ton and it, it, yeah. it has its own special aura, you know, I don't know. That's when I first started dating John too. And it was just like, there's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up there because the weather's always good and there's so many YouTubers yeah. and everyone. <laughs> yeah. Sam, so. oh, just, j yeah. just based off of your facial reactions, I feel like it's LA. Dude, my mom's going to yeah. be so upset, though, because she doesn't want me to move. Just fly her out. You get that YouTube I mean, channel. Uh, yeah. No, she, yeah. she wants me to move. She, she listens to every show. She, she's yeah. going to hear this, and her, her ears are going to perk up when she's typing on for work. <laughs> no, she, like, you know, I, I think it's I'm okay, this, Sam's like, mom. He'll come back and visit. <laughs> you know, I'm an only child, so, like, that connection to my family is very important. And just, you know, it's also just things like seeing my grandparents get old and start to have a harder time where I'm like, I just feel like I can't do it now. And there, uh, there's been like family drama and stuff. Oh, shoot. I was supposed to. Never mind. That's uh, what? move on. Uh, I just, uh, nothing, nothing. Okay. I guess I'm supposed to call somebody. Um, and I'm going to be a piece of shit if I don't. Um, so, you know, it's just like seeing my family and, and that. But I, I also know that if I don't ever leave, number one, I know if I never leave St. Louis, I'm not going to be happy long-term. And number two, I know that I will regret it. Like, it, like long-term, if I'm like 30 and I like meet somebody here, mm -hmm. I don't know. Also, I just feel like, like Sarah, you mentioned this, but I feel like there's not that many like-minded people like me in St. Louis. And, and I, I mean, that's why I had to like get a, out of Dallas. Yeah. yeah I mean, I that doesn't it, sound like an ego yeah. thing. It's just like, people are just on a different page. They're like, go to my nine to five, get married and grow old. I'm like, that's cool, yeah. right? And that's, like, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm sort of like, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, you, you, know, you got it. Sort of I think you owe it to yourself. And right now, right now is the time you're not going to pick up and do this when you're 35. I promise you. So no, I'm like, no, if I you know. don't I know. do it now. Yeah. Uh, can, not I to put guys, on you. can I ask you guys an <laughs> Apple related question? This is be an ad. Go ahead. It's not an ad yet. Oh, really? Yeah. We got time. Sarah Dici's on the show. Uh, are we okay? Because the news came out. Are we okay with a 14.1 inch iPad? Is that a thing that we all agree with? Or can we just like, can, can it not happen? Is there still time to say no? What? Oh, I forgot. I'm talking to Don't. Sam. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll wait. No, go ahead. Why? Tell me. Please tell me why a 14.1 inch car window size ipad like, is good that's literally the best news we've gotten for the ipad in like three years 
don't give me a 14 inch iPad unless it's a freaking MacBook with a touchscreen. That's all I'm saying. Didn't you, Sam? I'm still, I'm still you, holding out for that. My brother, didn't you just <laughs> say <brother> in Christ? <laughs> didn't you just say <laughs> that the iPad isn't? It's not. It's not a better iPad. It's. It's becoming a worse Mac. You just said that sentence. That's your quote. Yeah, but but I want them to make bigger screen iPad. So because I like bigger screen just, iPad, you I still just like, like ridiculed iPad OS. So how is it better, bigger? <sighs> well, I'm hoping that they will bring something unique to the table and won't just literally copy and paste iPad. I OS hope they bring the table too, because I'm not going to hold a 14.1 inch iPad. That's too big. I'm mean, saying. saying. You bring up good points. Sarah? You're not I, wrong. I just think, no. listen, listen, guys. I just <laughs> think the most underrated technology has been out for over a decade. And I know this is an Apple podcast, but the freaking two-in-one PC, okay? Oh, it, it feels, oh God. Okay, and I'm I know so how blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, listen. I gotta go, guys. See ya. The, okay. He hung up. Like, the Dell XPS two-in-one <laughs> is like my favorite okay the fact and of course it's like you know i use one note as a note application i use lightroom for photo editing and the and that's that's the thing when i use my ipad i only use the touch screen for notes and the occasional photo editing and so for me i am 80 percent computer and then 20 percent with a pencil, uh -huh. right? But I enjoy that 20% and the markups yeah. and all that stuff. So when I'm on like a two-in-one or a touchscreen Windows laptop and I get to use that 20% on the same device, I love that. I think it is so great. And you wouldn't consider and an I'm iPad sorry. attached to that magic keyboard a two-in-one, right? That doesn't count? Hell no. Okay. Because guess what? iPad OS? I can, because guess what? I can use Lightroom Classic on a Windows two-in-one. Yeah. And still use the pen. And also, I can use full apps. If I'm carrying around a laptop or just a portable device, it has to be able to edit a video. It has to be able to open up either Resolve or Premiere. I can't I can't do anything. You know, it, it's pointless if it can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I like... I'm sorry I angered him. Yeah, he's gone. I think he went to pee. Actually, yeah. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> I uh, I need my my experiences segregated. Uh, I want a machine where I'm like, okay, this is work. But then, like, I really love. I'm glad Sam's not here for this because he'd freak out. I love my iPad Mini. Like, it's the best thing, yeah. and it has nothing to do with work. I don't have my email on there. I don't have anything like that on there. And the screen it, sucks, but yes, no, I, I use I, the Mini a lot too. I'm using I'm using the back. mini more than my 11 inch now. Yeah. See? Oh, we're talking about the iPad mini, Sam. You came back just in time. All <laughs> right. I got to go, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> He's gone again. I love my iPad mini. It's not, there's no work. It's just content consumption and goodness and fun. Who, what? Where'd he go? Are you good? Did you end the show? No, I didn't end the show. First, I got a notification that said the show was destroyed. It literally said OT show destroyed. What does that mean? No. And then, it, and then it showed so... a picture of the iPad mini on fire. And I was like, at least you got that part. Yeah, right. we, we hurried up, started talking about iPad mini and then ended the show without you. Oh, Sarah man. said she likes it, by the way. Uses it more than her own I, iPad. I like it for, so because my main machine is Windows, 
I have to have something on me at all times for the thing. I use things as my to-do app and for iMessage. So usually I always have an iPad on me and I found myself gravitating more towards the mini than my iPad pro just because I take it. It's easy to take it everywhere, but I have to say the screen sucks. I mean, I've had so many issues with the display, just scrolling alone on a web page just makes me irk because of the, the, you know, and again, the, the jelly scroll became a little bit of a meme, but it rightfully so because it sucks. Thank you. Nobody would have said anything if the verge didn't say it. Like you wouldn't know. Okay. Okay. No, John, usually I am someone who pushes back on that, but okay, guys, I gotta go. The the moment I started using it, I was like, this feels terrible. Because I I use a 2020 iPad or a 2019 iPad Pro. It's an older iPad Pro. So it's not even like I have the latest and greatest. But the display difference was shocking. I mean, it is like just put a better display on it. Yeah. That's my problem is the price point for the hardware is not really worth it. And the jelly scroll, I also noticed the second I touched it, I said something's off. I then saw something that confirmed that from when uh, Dieter Bone of The Verge tweeted that out. I was like, oh, that makes sense. This has felt weird. I knew something felt weird, but I didn't know how to describe it. And and I will say the jelly scroll is one of those things that you can physically see with your eye. A lot of times you're like, Oh, with the special testing tool, or if you go out of your way and do this, like, yeah. no, when you're on the iPad, you can take your finger and just go like that on a web page and you see it wobble. Like you see one side of the web page refreshing before the other side. You will see the and- flaws in anybody if you look hard enough. <laughs> And love is not about seeing the flaws. Okay, everybody. I I mean, yeah. somebody on the iPad team from Apple. We need to normalize. Somebody from the iPad team has to send this guy like review units because he'll just be like, "I love." He'll be like, "Do do the battery not work? Is the processor an A3 chip?" But if you look hard enough, you will find any flaw. That's what he's <laughs> Dude, doing. He's gonna do every review with like iOS. That? The battery literally lasts twenty minutes on iOS sixteen, and you're like, we "Oh never- no, it's just a little worse." We never finish this conversation. iOS 16 is actually one of the most stable betas for anybody listening. That, that I've no, that is not true, life. Sam. It is not. Actually. That's we have not the exact though. same phone. It is the exact same phone, exact same build. And I can tell no. you my battery life, it's probably about 10% worse than it 10%? was before. But it's you are by... lying to Sarah Dici. <laughs> I'm not. Guys, you know, I'm not going to comment. I'm not going to comment on the betas because, you know, part of the beta developer NDA is that do you this. don't share or or do screenshots about it or anything. Not, so, I, I, there's no screenshots here. It's fine. There's Just a words. beta developer NDA. Yeah. Are we if allowed you to talk be invited about back? It? <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going to. Okay, but, <laughs> what, like, what's the point then? Why would you release it if we can't talk about no, no, no. it? I, I think it's you're allowed developers. to you can't, share. You, you can't share screenshots. You can't do screen recordings. Yeah, because the idea is, you know... It's a, a vulnerable state. It's not finished. So you don't want to give the public an impression of something that is still in the works. That's true. Well, I have I have made many videos about it. And to Apple, I am sorry because I did <laughs> Take, not know. Yeah. I'm sorry, brother. You I'm probably will not be invited me. back. So <laughs> <laughs> well, developer just, Sam still has a chance. Destroyed. Just saying. I will just say to the Apple people watching iOS 16 is great. I'm also defending it though, but I'm uh, here's the thing. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm being fair. And everything I've said in my videos is like, this is beta one. I'm not like, I bet mm-hmm. OS sucks and it's never going to get better, guys. This is it. Like I've mentioned, this is yeah. an early beta. Like there's definitely time I will for say, things to change. I, I feel like yeah. Apple I feel like needs to, yeah, I feel like Apple needs to do a better job because they've done such a good job with their WWDC events being entertaining. And now I feel like more, it's not just developers tuning in. It's like the general public, yeah. right? So I feel yeah, like they need to exactly. stress way more that hey these are our flashy new features but they need to explicitly say this is a beta which means do not install it on your main device if you are not a developer this is for you come the fall you know so they've almost like made another problem because they've made these these events so entertaining that the general public is not watching so i feel like they need to clarify those things it's funny you said that because john gruber has a, a podcast that is actually like watchable it's called the talk show. It's a good podcast, is what I'm saying. And he, they had like an actual official Apple event where he was at yeah. Apple Park and he interviewed Jaws. He interviewed Craig. Was that it? Was just those two? It was Jaws and Craig. And yeah. they mentioned in the episode that, uh, which was very interesting. And it's kind of expected. Their virtual events have been received very, very well by the public. And like you said, it has introduced more people. It's more accessible this way. It's more digestible this way because it's it's flashier, it's showier. And so regular people, you know, they can get just as excited too. And it makes me wonder, like, can They're we... They're never going back. Yeah, can we ever go back to strictly just in-person Apple events all the time? Because they mentioned during that show too that... Uh, it's that they missed the connection. Like there's a very important connection of doing it on stage in front of people, but also they, you know, they weren't shy in saying that it did really well for them organically and publicly. So I feel like moving forward, something like we had at WWDC where people were invited, some media was invited, developers were invited to watch the keynote or whatever. But in reality, it's a hybrid, it's a hybrid event and the live stream is very well produced. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know how they're going to get That's what, back. yeah. I, because I wasn't able to make the event, I did a live stream right after the event, not during the event, but right after. And something I said was like, you know, I, I don't think anyone knew, Hey, is it going to be live or is it going to be one of you know the, the recordings? And, um, it was one of those things where I was like, wow, this doesn't shock me because it had the Craig transitions. It had all these things that, that are now so these common themes. Right. And it's so much entertaining. Like, think about it. The in-person events, when you have an Apple executive just talking on stage, that is for only the maybe 500 people in the room. Would you rather cater to those 500 people or the actual millions that are at home? Exactly. And so I think, yeah. And so I think they're now taking that into account and I would not be shocked if they at least have an element, maybe half of it, maybe the first 30 minutes, that's maybe just like a hype reel where, you know, they cover everything (laughs) that people can watch and they just keep that for forever. And then maybe they only prioritize media when there's actual hardware to be seen. Yeah. Sam, I'm going to put you on the spot because you were actually there. So the way it feels to to me is like, I don't know, man, I feel like they have to do it this way because... 
they control way more the narrative this way. Before it was like it's it's considered a press event. They speak to the press. They the press sits there on their fucking laptops and they post on the Verge, and then everyone else reads it through the eyes of the press. Whereas this way. Apple can be quirky and relatable and feed into the memes and almost respond to the internet's reactions to previous events. And they can, instead of just letting The Verge do all the talking or media outlets like that do all the talking, they get to make it fun for everyone else to sort of feel like they're involved too. Do you think, being when you were there in person, do you, would would you be okay with, assuming your media, going there and do you think it, it presents you with the same opportunity for coverage or like, would you rather just be a media only event, speak as Sam Cole, but also just as an Apple fan, assuming that you'll never go to Apple Park as a fan? Uh, like, do you personally prefer the onstage talk at the press keynotes, live keynotes, or... Are, was was this a hybrid experience like almost there? Was it good enough? Was it was it nice for you? Well, John, honestly, after years of fine print contracts and getting rid off, ripped off by the big wireless providers, if I've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just what fifteen bucks a month, I thought, John Prosser, what's the catch, man? What what is the what's the freaking catch? But there is you know, no I talked catch. to them. I've been using I've been using their service, and I said, you know what? It all made sense, John. The in person Apple events, me being invited as media, we will continue to manifest this. It's because John, there isn't one. Like you said, it's Mint Mobile's secret sauce. That they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the retail stores, the middle people. They pass those sweet sweet savings. You. you can bring your I've own phone. You can buy a phone from them. You can buy a plan for just you. You can buy a plan for your whole family. Use the same networks as uh, as the or the same towers as the big networks around you. Uh, in fact, coverage is better with Mint Mobile than it was with my previous provider. I don't think I'm allowed to say who that was, but coverage is better. And also, well, the the bill is so low every month that it feels like free. It feels like I'm stealing. Yeah, no, it's insane. Like I've been using them for, I think a year now, basically with the podcast. And it's so handy to not, like I use it as a business line. You could use it as your main line. My friend switch and uses it as his main line. He loves it. It's like, sweet. Yeah, there, there's literally no catch. It's amazing. Like John said, bring your own phone, switch to Mint Mobile, get premium wireless service starting at just 15 a month. So get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month to get the plan shipped to your door free. Go to mintmobile.com slash genius. That is M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash genius. Genius. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash genius. Thank you, Mintmobile. <laughs> Sam, did you hear anything I said? I was a really big buildup, man. You, But you were just sitting there waiting for me to shut up so you could do that. Oh, by the way, welcome to the yeah, idiot bar. 100%. Yeah, welcome to the it's idiot bar. Chill. None of this counts. No one watches this part. <laughs> Get comfy. Sarah, I mean, you got to be honest. Nobody else has as much fun on their podcast in the tech Nobody. space, right? Oh, yeah. It's so fun. I mean, comparison. ever since I stopped my podcast, I think I should just like come back on y'all's like once a month until yes. my podcast comes back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you ever invited awesome. yourself to anybody else's podcast? No. Y'all were yeah! the first one. Yeah. yeah. It's and and you know I was giving I was giving y'all crap in the beginning uh, and one I sobered up so quickly by the way no. a, <laughs> nothing a like two guys that look like us to sober you up 
<laughs> I gave you the first 30 minutes, but hey, I am here now. But I will say for the same reason that maybe recording a podcast at night can be a, not annoying, but just challenging in terms of like calendar stuff. It's actually very enjoyable because I don't have something after, you know, yeah. it does mm. seem like I'm hanging out with friends. So yeah, I mean, you wow. guys make it an enjoyable time, but I think also just the format is great. You guys do a great job here at the Genius Bar. Oh, so yeah, Sarah. for me, it's just oh, a good time. You, I feel like I, you I left the yeah. last episode and went, holy fuck, that was terrible. But then you had time to think about it. No. You're like, Wait a minute. It's so fun. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it so much. And you guys instantly just felt like homies. And so like a lot of times I do podcasts That's good. where I feel like I have to be very, like, I just sit up straight yeah, and I have not, to the opposite about of what that. I say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not thinking about what I say at all here. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> um, okay, so let me answer John's question. Yes. I have to say, this was my first Apple event. So take what I say into context, right? Like I was, I was on 12 from, I mean, and, and, and it was one of those things that I don't know, it was kind of weird where the second that I stepped on Apple parks campus, I was like, I didn't have any imposter syndrome. I was right. like, I feel like I belong here. Like I, this feels like home to me. Like these are my people. And I, I, so I was not nervous at all. Like, I remember I woke up and my stomach was a little like, you know, a little butterfly kind of nervousy. Um, but as soon as I actually got to Apple park, I don't know, man, I just, it, I just felt comfortable. And like, I feel like you can sort of see that in the vlog, which if you guys haven't watched, I should actually pull it up because I can like show you guys what I'm talking about in, in the actual vlog. If I type WDC vlog, will it come up? Um, oh my God, it's the first oh, result. Nice. No way. That actually got decent views. I'm actually really happy about that. Nice. Um, Do you know why you're the only WWDC vlog, Sam? No, no. Crystal Laura also did one, too. I was going to say, because the media, that's not the, you're the only (laughs) quote unquote developer that brought a camera. No, no. Look, Kata Mongs. Wait, who is, I don't, didn't see her. There's a lot of, there's a lot of cool people. Anyway. Oh, I should tell you guys the story. I met her like in passing. Um, we got to have her on the podcast. Dude, I was so mad. So I met Crystal Laura, which is um amazing tech YouTuber. And and I she was talking to Brian Tong right before I met okay. at Brian Tong. And I was like, hey, Crystal, I don't know if I've ever said hey before, but like, I'm Sam. And she was so nice and so cool. And then she left and her sister Gabriella was there and Gabriella was really nice. And as soon as she walked away, I was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't ask her to be on the podcast. Like I literally had this direct to connection go. to be like, I've been trying to get in contact with you for a year. And I didn't, I didn't do it. Way to go. I bet you didn't ask Tim anyway, to come on either. Anyway, she was wonderful. She was obviously media, so she got to hang out with all the dope people. Um, but my vlog, first of all, I was really proud with how it turned out. Um, it is great. I, I spent a decent amount of time on it. So yeah, I mean, basically- How Casey nice but, out of you to put that date and bold text in the center of your screen. You would know. I know. Got him. Yeah, Casey Neistat Jr. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so. um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I show up to the event. Basically, here's what it's like when you actually get to Apple Park. Like, um, I made a dumb joke. So, yeah, we were just like inside. It was awesome. This is the actual keynote editor. Okay, so here we go. This is like a good visual example of what I'm talking about. They had three screens cut up, two were in the shade, one was in the sun. I didn't put sunscreen on. I said, hey, I'm going to sit in the sun because I'm I'm a sim idiot. So I get burned to hell out here because I chose to, like I fully chose to because I wanted a good spot. And I will say 
the energy was nuts. The crowd was awesome. Like a couple of people around me, I got to talk to them and we'd like, you know, make comments to each other when something cool would come up on the screen. This actually made me think that I think Apple is making a mistake by not inviting normal fans and normal people, like maybe a hundred to their events normally, because these people bring so much excitement, so much hype. They're so ready to be there. Uh-huh. That, you know, the media people get a little bit excited too. Don't get me wrong. That's incredible. And there should be space, I believe, for those people. But I think as far as if you want to like start showing the crowd, uh-huh. dude, if you're like, we're going to put you in the front row at this Apple event and you're an Apple fan, I don't know. I just think that'd be a really good option. But I feel like you're you're like a good example of that though. Cause they don't want to, they don't want to just bring anyone, but if you bring like a new developer or they have that program where they uh, bring like high school kids and college kids. So I feel like they have ways to do it where they're not just inviting random people, but it's still people their first time. It seems uh, it's, uh, am I having weird aliasing? aliasing? Why are there like dots? Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm, I'm distracting myself, but, but, yeah, because I, I feel like they have programs that do that because I feel like you don't want just complete random showing up to California, <laughs> um, you know, but, you know, like new, new, yeah, developers, yeah. Like at every event, I feel like that would be really, really helpful because I think they, right. they, yeah, they have been doing that for years at Dub Dub, but that's a good point. Yeah. Just like maybe people and, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, and I will say too, no, because it's a good point. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not like contradicting yeah. you. It's it's a good point. I'm pointing out maybe like ways that they do it and they could keep doing it. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like for me, four or five years ago, I had no place being an Apple event. I was still, I had like maybe 300,000 subscribers. I was still pretty new on the scene. And then I got the Apple invite and I was like, what? This is what? Mm. And I went there and... I had that excitement of a person who had never been there. And so I feel like they, they do um, do a really good job of keep looping in new creators. And, and what I'm noticing yeah. them doing now is I, I follow some kind of like artsy fartsy people, um, you know, some people in like some Southeast Asian countries who are maybe more, uh, I don't know if you've seen this type of content, but it's literally like ASMR vlogging where they'll wake up, they'll make a beautiful matcha green tea. They'll sit at their desk with their custom mechanical keyboard and their iPad set up and their Mac and, and they'll just sit and they'll develop and they'll, they'll, and so it's these really niche aesthetic vlogger tech people that now they're sending product to. And you would never think, and a lot of them don't even talk in their videos, but somehow they have Apple review units. And, and so I think so Apple cool. is actually unique in that they find these random niches on YouTube and to seed devices to, and, and, you know, sometimes they invite them to events. I, I think they're one of the best at um, doing that in a low key way. A lot of people don't notice because it's like the most random niches of YouTube. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I think they should just do more of that. Cause yeah, I, I think you're right. It does add like a extra element, you know, so my cat is that. about to just start another channel where you're not talking and name it. Not Sam Cole. <laughs> oh, oh, Judy. Oh, Judy say hi. You got a full screen Judy. Oh, he's there posing is. so perfectly. Oh, oh Judy. so pretty. Judy say hi, Judy, Judy. Look, look. Oh, oh wait, Judy. Cat. did you say Ju- Judy's a boy? Yeah. Mr. Judy. <laughs> Mr. Why, I, why am I just learning this now? 
That happens yeah. all the time. It's, it's a boy. Did you, did, you, did you think it was a girl and then you're like, uh-oh. I, I will say, so he's going to sit right in front of my camera. Did you not lift up he like is... the pants or? <laughs> the pants. No, no, no. no so you don't know early he... on, Sam. You don't. Wait, what? I well, it was the opposite. Edgar. So he's, yeah. I, I thought Edgar he's was a dude. He's a nine-year-old adoptee. He's a what? Hmm. He's a nine-year-old adopted cat. So, oh, so we got him at this like humane society. And so we just read the adoption papers and the person oh. had bad handwriting and it said July, but we misread the curse of Ella the D. <laughs> and so we just thought it was a guy cat named Judy. How quirky of the previous owners. And we kept calling him Judy, Judy. And then we didn't life. figure it out. Exactly. And July oh. is a dumber name than Judy, so we just I went know, with Judy. That's yeah. not a name. Oh. But also fuck gender norms. There just doesn't there hasn't does not a rule for names. Don't like, don't hold Judy to a gender, man. He can be whatever <laughs> he wants. A free spirit. Exactly. I had a cat named Edgar who uh I I think it was like I still call him he. I got him and he was like four <laughs> weeks old, which is way too young to be weaned away from his mother. And I spent like so long. Aww looking at pictures online to see if it's a boy or a girl. And I just got it wrong. I was like, it's a boy, Edgar. And then Edgar went into heat. And I was like, oh, that's not a boy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, Judy. Miss Edgar. Judy got got fixed, um, but he still gets he still gets freaky with it occasionally. Oh, that's how we know man. when he's comfortable. He so we just moved. And yeah. Only three days in, he was starting, starting to, you know, get get a little humpy on his bed. That's how I you know, know when Sam's humping too. He gets a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> starts humping stuff. Jesus Christ, dude! I said, don't tell that on the podcast. <laughs> Leave that offline, bro. Oh, yes. Shit. Oh, I'm so glad Judy decided to guest star. I mean, you guys, you got Sarah Peachy and Judy. I know. What a treat! Wow. Is it Judy Peachy? <laughs> Or Judy D. We should probably establish that. Uh, I guess Judy, well, since I take him to the vet, yeah, I guess it's Judy Dici. Huh. That's <laughs> that's what they have in the system. Judy Dici. Also known as July Dici. Exactly. Getting back to the Apple no, event. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, also, guys, I, I, if I you want to know, sorry, sorry, this is the last tangent. I'm so <laughs> sorry to take over your podcast again, Sam. But if you want to know why my light is randomly flashing is I have one small aperture light here, but my main key light is the studio display. I have it on a white Best Buy homepage and I have it plugged into my Windows PC via a DisplayPort USB crappy dongle. So it doesn't work very well. I'm just so used to you having sponsorships that I just feel like that was just one big brand deal. Like on my Windows PC, I have Best Buy uh, website pulled up. (laughs) On my studio display. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, actually, uh, shout out to Best Buy. We got some more videos coming out soon. Oh god. Anyways, go for it, Sam. May I, so may I ask how you like get into contact with Best Buy? Like, do they reach out to you, or do you just send like a cold email? Because like that's a store I shop at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they reach out to me. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, no. I, I get it. Have oh, that's a cool. that's manager cool. and stuff. Yeah, super and, cool. And, yeah, yeah. No, me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, I'll have my people. I'll have my people reach out. Yeah. I mean, hey, technically, you do, John, Sam. Hey, stop eating all the cheesecake. <laughs> I said, call Best Buy. <laughs> no, fucking call Best Buy. I'm going through bullshit, John. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry about him. Why is his name also John? Out of control. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I just, you know, it just, it just happened. I have two people I can be aggressive on. Right, right, right. Um, So back to the Apple event. No, I appreciate that, Sarah. Um, Apple event. I, I do think it was a bit. Okay, here was my only thing: is at WWDC 2017 and WWDC 2019, the hardware that Apple announced got to be seen by everyone from what I could tell, like developers that were there in 17 and 19 got to see the HomePod that was just announced. Developers in 19 got to see the Pro Display XDR and the new Mac Pro. When the keynote, like I guess I haven't talked about this, when the keynote ended, you know, like the live stream ended, the screen just was done. Like no one came out to say anything. It was just like a thousand people watching the movie and then the credits rolled and it was like, you're on your own. Okay. Yeah, it was just like, so that part, and I don't want to, I want to be clear, this event was probably the most well-run thing I've ever been to in my life. And I'm not saying that to Simp, I'm saying it genuinely, the security was in lock, the people were super friendly, everyone was incredibly helpful, it it just felt incredibly organized. Like the fact that they even pulled this off, I I just thought it was funny, that's probably like the one thing they didn't think of is like, what do we do after the keynote? Uh Because I was genuinely like, oh my God, I'm going to get to touch the MacBook Air, and then, you know, word travel very fast, hands-on area, Steve Jobs Theater, hands-on area is only media, which, you know, I get like the C-Reps Theater would not be the place to accommodate a thousand plus people. Um, but I, I do think, I think it would have been very cool to let everyone that spent a day at, you know, to go to California for this, if they would have gotten to like see the hardware or maybe have a developer only hardware area, even if they were like, you can't take any photos or videos, you know, for whatever reason. I still think it. it, it I didn't was know kind that. Of unsatisfying to, yeah, it was kind of unsatisfying to see <laughs> the like new that, MacBook Air, yeah. the new MacBook Pro, and not get to touch it. And and but know that all your media. I mean, for me, it was like knowing all my media friends get to see it, uh-huh. but not the actual developers. For Do you the think that would be event. normal? That was the only or thing. Or that was just a think? COVID thing, like just a safety thing, just to have the. I, I maybe assume maybe it might COVID be a COVID thing. thing. Also, I don't know well, where they were at the, Apple Park, like. Did the developers have um, like dedicated time to see it outside of the first day? Do you know? Like if they were going to sessions and then, I don't know. It was only a one day thing. Like the, everything else for Uh, them was online. So from my understanding, Uh, it was only, it was only a media get to see them too. Which again, I was just kind of like, it was just unsatisfying. I was like, oh my God, we're going to get to see it. And then it was like. You know, nobody said anything. It wasn't even like, it was just, it was random. Also, but they again, totally made me look nominal. Bad. Like I had leaked a week or two before that it was a hybrid in-person event and they put out the press release saying it was all online and it was definitely a hybrid event. Oh yeah. And I, I kind of prefer that though. Like, Just to spite you. Yeah. I don't want to see, <laughs> I don't want, I do miss the, the fully in-person like onstage keynotes, but I really love the creativity they can have with the, with the virtual oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. I mean, it's amazing that we've had two years for companies to really figure it out. And of course, oh, Apple was like the years. only one to figure it out. Yikes. Yeah. And they figured it Over out like China. immediately. Like immediately. When they, when they announced like, the Samsung tried. Dub, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Apple's killed it from the beginning. <sighs> so, so basically, my takeaway is um, the virtual events are the best if you're not going to be there. I think the in-person events are the best if you're there because like for all intents and purposes, 
it was just us sitting watching a TV screen for two hours. It, like it was that's, like a that's what in, yeah. the event. Yeah, that is what the event part was. And you. like you could have been more comfortable or more. I, I'm not saying this again to be ungrateful in any way. I'm more than happy that I was there. I have no complaints. <laughs> Please don't put me on like the even worse list. Uh, but but like for real, like if if you are gonna be there, it's I mean, it's like what if you went to a concert and they just played a live stream of a concert? You'd kind of be like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool yeah. to be here with everybody that vibes. Like I'm not ungrateful, but mm-hmm. it's also like you would like to see some performance. Well, but you're just like describing a DJ though. So people do do that. And you did get to see <laughs> Tim and Craig sort of. Hey, a DJ's yeah. still there doing something live. It's not pretty. Yeah, but they press play and they're like, mm, mm, mm. you've never seen a real DJ. <laughs> uh, I've seen Zed. Uh, <laughs> and Calvin you, Harris. <laughs> you've not you've never seen the Austin DJ who plays I don't even know. I can't even make a joke. No, no, I'm just I I see I see what you're saying. That's a very fair comparison. All right. Was Calvin Harris good, by the way? Was that a good DJ? I will say I said that as a joke, but it was like one of the most lit things I've ever been a part of. It was <laughs> It was like senior year of high school. And so this was peak. Oh my God. So this was like 2012, 2013. Oh my God. And it was peak EDM. And it was at ACL in Austin. So it was in Zilker Park, what you were talking about. Oh, and it was, it was Zed and then Calvin Harris. So wow. literally Zed opened up for Calvin Harris. So it was like two straight hours of just like vibes and all hits. Oh, no. You know, everyone... Everyone knew every single song, and it was like the yeah. funnest thing of my life. So, yeah, it actually was lit. That's so cool. I love yeah. that. Well, Sam, is there anything else you want to talk about on this fine podcast episode? Um, I'm trying to think about Dub Dub if there's anything that we have. Oh, I keep forgetting to install Watch OS 9. I was on a run tonight, and I was like, I'm definitely in an unsafe heart rate zone, <laughs> but I didn't get to see it because I forgot to install the update. <laughs> Oh, oh, Judy. Judy. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only. <laughs> I feel like I'm like the only person, only tech YouTuber who just like doesn't care about the watch. But um, I you care about, about it. The watch, but it just seems. Yeah, well, you, I, I, I'll thing. wear it when I work out. But it just seems, in terms of like updates and stuff, I'm like, what, what can they actually do that elevates the experience? That's that much difference. I, different. I don't know. I'll tell you, Sarah. Obviously, the health Look, monitoring gonna be, and the- <laughs> there's going to be a thermometer in the Apple Watch Series Eight. And Sarah, you talked about know. motherhood, and there's a thing or two I know about okay. motherhood. <laughs> it's that ovulation okay. is involved. That is true. So this new watch, okay. it's going to say, "Hey, Sarah, you're looking quite fertile today. Why did you're I just ovulate? Say that that, I can't. I can't say that out. That sounds. <laughs> I didn't mean." It's the watch uh, saying it. It's not Sam saying it. It's fine. It's the, <laughs> so the watch will tell, oh my gosh. Watch yeah. watch will tell the you temperature if thing. you're fertile or not yeah. fertile. Yeah, that's cool. That, that's really the only thing I think they can add. I don't know. I mean, I'm a man. Like, that doesn't help me at all. Or I should say a biological. Well, really no, Sam, cool. you're looking but, quite fertile today, my dude. <laughs> but that you, actually has, guy. yeah. That actually affects a lot of stuff so so yeah that's cool i like that yeah i mean like that's that's kind of a cool feature and like you know something focused on women rather than like the white male tech demographic that everything is developed yes i feel like um the evil white men (laughs) 
Yes, oh specifically the evil ones. They, it's why it's like, why are we making things for the evil guys? What about the white knights, the good guys like me? I mean, where's my temperature sensor? You want to know when you're fertile? Anyway. Uh, before we go, there is a rumor of a January Apple event. I can't end on that. Yeah, I know. We need to dance far away from that. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> there's How a rumor of a January How, I mean... Apple event, January 2023. <laughs> To give us the yes. AR VR headset that nobody cares about. What I care. Yeah, what I, I that's care, like what I'm most John. excited for. You just say things that are like crazy, man. <laughs> what? No, I thought it was a general I consensus would, I, that nobody cares. What? No, I'm so excited. Uh, well, of course you I are. I will saying. say after <laughs> After like using the Oculus more, I will say I'm like if someone can just make this. Uh, yes. I, I feel like there's a word for an experience like this where when you're into it and you try it for the first, second, and third time, you're so into it. It's amazing. It's life changing. Oh my god! But it seems like so much work to repeatedly do that. So it's not as sticky. I think the marketing world calls it sticky, right? It's not sticky mm, because word. it's it's just such a process to boot up and put on your face and, Oh no, I'm wearing makeup. So I don't want the ring that I get after I use VR. So I will say the thing that this world needs is the thing that you can just carelessly put on your face. It doesn't leave a mark. It's lightweight. We're still far off from that. I'm sure the Apple VR will still be a little bulky, but any step in the right direction where it's just easier to use and less bulky is very exciting. Cause I've actually like used VR more, um this past year and i'm like wait it's actually i don't know it's actually really fun <laughs> i he, i just no, hear no, vr no. and i get motion sick i know <laughs> and i understand that but hey what if apple can solve that like if I, they I think do, i've said this for a while miracle i'm in well yeah. I, i've been saying like the only thing apple needs to do they do not have to make this this great insane like game changing product they just need to make it more accessible because n- listen yeah. oculus is getting there and i say this is more someone accessible who's not isn't it rumored to be like three grand i'm talking about ease of use wise like obviously yeah. i mean dude they're putting like two 8k displays for the lenses like it's not going to be cheap i mean no no one said like, it's not no one said that it's not cheap i'm talking about ex- accessible as far as the technology I'm not talking about like accessible price wise to the most people. I'm talking about someone who may not be familiar with VR, which is like somebody like me approachable touches this and they're like, Oh, approachable. Is approachable is probably yeah, a better yeah, word. Approachable yeah. is the right word. They need to make it approach. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not accessible. But I, I mean, I think there's a huge opportunity for Apple here. I also will be straight up and saying, I don't want to live in a world of VR. Like I'm not somebody that wants to like, like John, are we gonna do this podcast with like memojis in virtual reality? Like you know, we're gonna have to do it once to try it. But like that doesn't sound fun. But what if it works and people love it? Memojis. I will say. Yeah. I will say. Listen, listen. I will say. A version of that though is having your audience and doing it live in VR because I had a very limited experience, but of just like playing golf with random people in VR on the internet mm. and just feeling like you're there in the same room with like randoms like that's a cool feeling so even sure. so even if it's not you with the guest but you know say you have an audience you sell tickets and it's like an audience of a hundred of your super fans and you can see their face and you see a little light above you know their head when they want to ask a question um hmm. i think that world will be interesting because i think it'll bring a lot of 
people together from around the world, but it's definitely a balance. I'm not ready either to just put on the goggles for eight eight hours a day. The Oculus has something like that where you can like sit in a virtual movie theater and watch movies with people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a little silly, but yeah. Yeah, Because I feel like you have to be interacting because it's like if I'm just watching something, (laughs) I don't need people around me. I don't know. Sup. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yeah. And then they go, <laughs> and it's just like the real yeah. movie theater. Yeah. Like, can you turn yeah. your fucking phone off, uh-huh. please? Yeah. But imagine if it was like a forum where like people were asking questions or mm-hmm. maybe they were rating you live. Like, you know, if there was a way to literally be like, oh, let Sam talk more. Sarah, shut up. You know, I'm, I can imagine that. <laughs> Bro, they're just like, you guys fell off and got ratioed. That's going to be everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, L, 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 L. Anytime I speak, it's just like L, L. That's good. They're just spamming that emoji. Anytime Sarah John speak, it's like. Thank you, everybody. I'll be here all week. Yeah. Uh, well, is there is there anything else? I mean, how, basically, how are we getting through this summer? I mean, this has been the last Apple event since I presume September, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I treat the summer as just pre-september yeah pre- at least september's like the big stuff you know yeah yeah september sarah, october do- i just need the summer to gear up for it sarah how do you deal with the ups and downs of youtube i've been really struggling with that my kitty <laughs> you need a cat you need a cat see so. i don't have any pets okay do i need a pet to take my anger out on like be sorry so i i joke but like <laughs> But literally, Judy is, like, I think the best thing that I don't know for, well, John loves Judy as well. So I'll say for us, I feel like it's the best thing that happened <laughs> yeah. to us in a while. Because um, I don't I don't know. And I grew up with cats. So, but it just, it feels like my little, not human, because obviously it's not a human. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I get so much joy from, like, taking care of something and knowing I saved Judy and I don't know, like, you know, I, I was chilling in here in the office and then he was like, Hey human, I'm going to sit right where you're doing your work. I demand your attention. <laughs> um, yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's actually been very nice, but um, yeah, I think you just have to keep chugging along, knowing your boundaries. And I think for me uh, at the end of the day, you can't tie your happiness to views or engagement as, as cliche as that yeah. sounds. But um, say, I, I know for me, I've made that easy I'm to kinda, say I'm, hard I'm to do. Of, I'm working out of that mistake. But I will say, yeah, I will say, I think a lot of tech, you, I, yeah. I'm saying that as someone whose views are down. I, I know a lot of people who are like, Mr. Beast, it's like, oh, yeah, I just got to suck it up and views don't matter. And then, you know, they're getting tens of millions of views, yeah. like um, million views of it. You know, yeah. this, Exactly. This this summer, I feel like there has been a severe tech slump, and I'm just kind of using the, the opportunity to make stuff. some videos that I want to make. Supply chain stuff, people aren't as excited about hardware. The 2020 bump was insane. So I think it's just yeah. adjusting expectations they can't and, buy and also like, realizing... You're going to watch a Mac Studio review? Good luck trying to fucking buy one. Exactly. Exactly. Of, so I think it's also a, a new Mac challenge. Studio, Sarah? 
I did. I did one video and then I just returned it. Um, And then I missed the return window for the studio display. And so I just kept the studio display. This better not be my channel. Whose channel is this? It's Marquez. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm just using the. By the way, I'm not doing this to like. I'm not doing this to be mean. I'm just hack me. So (laughs) no, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to go through all of us and we're going to, we're going to take, no, 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 don't, no, don't pull up me, but you can, you can pull up Marquez. I'm exiting this podcast if you pull up me, by the way. Okay. I will, I will respect you. I will respect you. Um, No, I'm pulling this up as an example of the biggest tech YouTuber. I mean, guys, there was a month in 2020 where Mark has probably got 90 million views on tech on tech guys. And you look now and he's down a bit. Now, I, I, to be clear, I'm not saying this to be like, ha ha ha, look, I'm saying this to highlight that even the biggest tech creator yeah. is And it was a different world back then. Years ago. Yeah. People were yes. locked in. Uh, 2020 was the best. Well, I, I can't say the best year of my career. They were updating their setup. Oh, it, it was definitely for growth me. wise. 2020 Next, was um, the biggest year because everyone, they had no choice. But look at John Prosser. Look at this no, guy. Sarah he's Dici. the most consistent. No, it's not. Don't say that. I don't want her to leave. This is front page tech. Um, look at how consistent wow. this man is. He's just absolutely That's shooting insane. bangers. Uh, out is it here. really though? <laughs> but look at his, but look at John Subgross, Sarah. Isn't that crazy? I have like crazy thirty nine thousand yeah. subscribers. Isn't that um, cr- like that's nuts yeah 2020 um, was just like uh, that was everyone oh. is losing their jobs everyone's stuck inside and then the YouTubers over here are like sucking it up, getting all the views because no one else can <laughs> look leave. At, look at this. I got 5.5 million views in a month, dog. When was that? September 2020. Oh, yeah. I have, or sorry, I guess that was October because that's when the iPhones, I have never even gotten, I don't think that, okay, so I've gotten to half of that. Um, But as you can see, like I've been down, yeah, like I've been under a million views. Wait, I was under a million views in 2021? Wow, I don't remember that perspective, man. Huh. I did. I actually did not know that, but you know, it's like, I got so used to this growth period and then growth. And then now it's just sort of been a bit more stagnant and stable. And wait, I got 25,000 subs in a month before Yeah, that same big month. It looks like I also just don't remember that. Like that was also the saddest point in my entire life. My girlfriend had literally dumped my girlfriend dumped me this month. So it was a very weird thing to be like, I'm making, and you were like, eat shit. Look at this amount of money. money. Yeah, no, no. I was like, I've made more money than I ever have in my life. Yeah, I'm the saddest I've ever been. Isn't that how it goes, though? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, John. You tell me. <laughs> that's that's how it goes, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, on that note. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to end yet. I'm having too much fun. Okay, we, you- we can end. But like. Anyway, I just wanted to sort of point out that, yeah, there is a, a growth. Tolosa Tech made an interesting video where he just like called everybody out and he was like, hey, look, everybody's views are down. And it was like Marquez, I, Justine. And then he put me up there and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting called out. Wait, I got to find the frame from this video now just to show oh, you guys. No. Drew. Um, yeah, Drew. Um, I like that was Sam Cole right there on the thingy. Yeah, right there uh, on the right. Where's the... Let's talk about the future of this channel, which I was like very interested because, um, you know, he's been like, he uploads That's a like, conversation daily, I have with crazy. myself every day. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the future of this channel Amen. myself. We should do this as a meme format. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anytime I like how you watched the whole ad and you had the chance to Wait, skip dude. it, but you're like, nah, I'm gonna let it go. No, no, it said it made me watch it. Oh. It was one of those. Okay, so where's the part where he calls? He doesn't call everybody out. He's just like, here we go. Um, so look at this. Everyone, look at oh my, oh my god, look at Unbox Therapy, dude. Where is he? He's at the top. Oh. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy though? Oh, look, I update. Yeah, look, like he puts me with Marquez, <laughs> the Verge. I just did it. Unbox Therapy. It's like, oh, I update. <laughs> It's like two million views. That's like the the worst. I mean, wow! Even I Justine was popping thirty mil views in September nineteen. That is awesome. Like, I mean, look. Even look at the Verge, man. I would like to put uh, for okay. This is a safe space. Is the this is the idiot bar? Uh, Sarah, she can't. She invited herself back, so I can say things I wouldn't have said the first time, right? The first time sure. I'm like, you know, I got to be careful. But if she invited herself back after that, then I'm good. I can say whatever. <laughs> I think yeah. that we should manufacture another pandemic. <laughs> I'm just saying, we all had the best month, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. It's not going to work. But in, order, in, order, in order to replicate it, though, you would also need the Fed on your side to give everyone more stimulus checks though so that they can buy a new ipad or buy a new standing desk so there's a lot and then you would increase inflation even more so it's it's we're we're in the high eights now it's got to be bad it would be even worse sarah how's your robin hood looking today in this official bear market (laughs) yeah i mean for me i just I don't know. I don't invest. Oh, no, I'm not, in I'm not saying that to lose. shit on you. So I, like I'm also uh, in the trenches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, the trenches. yeah. Like, dude. It, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's painful, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I was doing, God, I, I don't know if I want to uh, admit this, but um, it's a good, it's good for me. But, you know, I'm someone who believes in Bitcoin and Ethereum, but the moment I saw I the Fed, you know, okay, we're doing all these rate hikes and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, Bitcoin and Ethereum, they have proven that they are not an inflation hedge. People love to say that, but it's not. Mm. They're a very speculative asset. So when people have money to spend, they will pour it in there. But the moment rates start in- to increase, the moment people have less money, uh, you know, the moment there's recession talks, Bitcoin's going to be the first to go. So luckily, luckily I liquidated mm. all of my crypto, um, I would say back in, I don't know months ago basically at like 44 uh for bitcoin really? around 3000 for ethereum so yes uh but i still have a ton of my tech stocks but i was just like bitcoin moves like a tech stock and i rather hold apple and google and companies that produce real products in a recession and through these times um and so yeah i just moved all that crypto to cash because hey there's going to be op- opportunities you know in the next 6 months so um, yeah. luckily I did that, but yeah, I'm in terms of the normal stock market, I'm in pain just like everyone else, but we're, we ain't selling, but I'm not rushing to buy either. So we'll, we'll I, just uh, wait I hold, to see. <laughs> I've been holding everything. I've actually never sold any crypto since I started buying it in 2017. I've been, um, nice. 
I've been, I've been saying it. Cause I guess my perspective is like, I know it's going to go down and pretty significantly. Like, um, I mean, I bought some Bitcoin, like a couple thousand bucks of it probably when it was at like 39, 40, um, you know, with, with the idea that's like, you know, it's probably going to go down from here, but you know, number one, it's a way for me to not see the money in my account and not spend it like in my checking account. And number two, I, I don't need the money right now. Like I, I'm, I've got, I'm blessed enough to have like a good monthly income to where I don't have to like really ever pull out of those. So I'm just, I'm in it for the long run. And mm-hmm. I, I am somebody that really believes in cryptocurrency and the value that it offers. I, I'm also not someone who's like NFT moon, Elon Musk <laughs> for forever. Yeah. No stock USD <laughs> dead forever. Like I, I'm not one of those people. Like I, I feel like I'm a pretty rational person where like I've, I've seen it as an investment. I also feel like money has generally not been innovated upon that much since the credit card and that there are a lot of opportunities specifically with companies. I mean, yeah, it's here, it's, it's here for the payments. It's here for the long run, but it's like, I feel like I had those like four or five years of holding from 2017 Bitcoin and excuse me, Judy's just looking at himself, but, uh, (laughs) 2017 Jeez, Bitcoin. Like, fuck these stocks, uh, man. Who needs them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, to March 2020 when it was like at 4,000 yeah. lows. So it's like I had that pain of buying during those times. So I was like, you know what? I want to buy a Tesla with my profits. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it's one of those things no, where it's like, that. okay, the more speculative stuff, I, I actually might buy and sure. sell a little bit, but everything else. Yeah, total for life. Wait, what right? Tesla? What Tesla did you buy? Um, a Model Y Long Range. So nice. yeah, I mean, I made a video about it, but it was like at the time. Also, it's hilarious. Like people roasted me for selling Bitcoin for that, but it's pretty hilarious that my Tesla has appreciated more <laughs> than Bitcoin since then. Yeah, because car yeah. prices are so expensive. So I, I literally. Off of Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, I think I had a cost basis of like 14k for Bitcoin and like nice. pretty low for Ethereum. Um, and yeah, I like profited 55k. So I just bought a Tesla outright oh, with yeah. that cash. So um, it worked out. Of course, I have to pay taxes on that, uh, but a lot of it was like short term capital gains. So, yeah. um, so it worked out. But cool. again, if you don't need anything, like I needed a car, I moved to Texas. So it's like, those are the cases when investment pays off and then, yeah, I'll get a nicer car than I thought I was going to get. But if you don't need anything and if you believe in something like, yeah, there's no reason to speculate because it's, it's hard to, no one can ever time it perfectly selling and buying. Right. So. Unless you're um, one of our Congress people that gets to trade stocks. Yeah. Unless you're Nancy Pelosi or her husband. Dude, they're, they're all crooks. They're not yeah. feeling fertile. <laughs> that should not be allowed, dude. <laughs> That's just the most like the fact that people in the US that have direct control and insider knowledge of those things that they can trade. That's actually yeah. insane. <laughs> that's just like a free yeah. win. Yep. Pay to win, literally. Well, well, kids, is that all? We went over two hours. We did it. That's what I wanted. With Sarah Yay. DJ. Yay. Uh, I'll take so a picture people, of Judy as well. I was well. going to say, is... So everyone smile. Yay. I'm going to, hold on, I got a full screen, y'all, and we'll put Judy in the background, okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, I don't think I can full screen on Ecamm. 
What do you need to do? No, I'm sorry if the nice. audience. I, I just did uh, command plus and we're good. Okay, here we okay. go, guys. Everyone smile. Three. Oh, Judy, don't lick yourself. Don't lick yourself. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Judy, Perfect. get yourself together. Much, y'all. This is so <laughs> Thanks, cute. Guys. We'll put. Is that the green iPhone, Sarah? Yep. Oh, it is. Pretty cool. Nice. We'll put Judy in the thumbnail instead of Sarah, I think. I, I think that's perfect. <laughs> Feet Sarah Dici's cat. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for coming on again and being a returning yes. guest. Yeah. And we hope that you had enough fun to come back again, invite yourself back again. Yes. I am going to yes. invite myself for a third time. Okay, yeah! We did it, yeah. Sam! Oh, okay. he's playing the music. That means it's over. Oh, guys, we did thank it. You, thank you, Judy. Thank you. We love you. Sarah Dietsch is now sober. I am sober. And John is also sober. Also sober. See you guys next week. Gonna see you next week. Bye, guys. We'll still be sober. Mom, I am sober. (laughs) Very sober. Dad, I am very sober. (laughs) (laughs) To Apple Media Team. Very sober. I will will be sober by the time I show up. Do you think anybody's ever done that? Do you think anybody's ever like shown up to an Apple event like drunk or yeah. high? I feel like some of the people from like Engadget back in the day would have done that. <laughs> Bye. Or, or I mean, the people I mean, from goodbye. CNET now. Goodbye. I feel like from CNET now, they've been mean to my boy Brian Tong, I so I don't. Been. I don't stand for that. Oh, this is such a great picture, okay. by the way. I'm gonna stop starting a war with everybody. We love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>